97.3. Ian Lee's Good Good Evening. First up, I want to tell you about one of the nice... And have you found yourself a a young London lady? What? So do you sort of, before a day... The whole fatherhood thing... So I was just wondering, how does the blend... What? But before we do any of that... What? I feel a bit Miami viced up. What? Well, that sounds fantastic. Oh, I've got the wrong folder open. It's showbiz folder. What is... Right, close that. What? There's a showbiz folder? I wanted this one. Truthfully, it's... Are you a... Aruga. Awesome. And now it's time for... Just get rid of all the crap calls. Hello. I've got time. You've got to tell... That's why I asked him. I love this show. All singing and dancing. Because of a crash there. That's the folder I was looking for, which is, is much better. OK, so, it's an, uh, isn't it funny? We don't have guests on this show, uh, and then suddenly we have two guests in one week. Uh, we had uh, the lady from Prison Break, um, Sarah Wayne... Sarah Wayne Callies! Uh, was on Monday. Uh, and tonight we've got uh, a fantastic busker uh, that I saw performing. It's not... You know the embankment? Is You know where embankment tube is? Is the bit of the bit of walkway on the other side of the river? River is that called? Im- that's that's an Im- that's embankment as well, isn't it? It is, isn't it? But that's not the tube. It's not the tube. Called the embankment is on the other side. But an embankment is just the side of a river. No, th- I think the north side is embankment. The south side is called the south bank. Oh, okay. Anyway, I saw him on South Bank then. Uh, a guy called Chuck. He's coming in at eight o'clock. He's a very nice guy. Uh, I don't want any of you lot, uh, being nasty to him because I will cut you off and ban you for life. He's a lovely fella. Uh, he's coming in at eight o'clock. He's going to sing a few songs. I hope. I don't really know. Uh, it's, it's, it's the first time I've approached a musician in the street and said, hey, fancy coming? I've got a radio show. I'm a big guy. Yeah, I'm a big Want to come on my radio show? Uh, he said yes after much persuasion. So he's coming in at eight o'clock. Uh, maybe he'll do some requests. He seems to have a very large repertoire. Uh, but first of all, let's start in the time-honoured tradition of taking your calls straight to air. Three, you're on the wireless. Well, the world don't move to the beat of just one drum. What might be right for you may not be right for some. A man is born, he's a man of means. Then along come two, and they've got nothing but their genes. But it takes different strokes, it takes different strokes to rule the world. You, you Everybody's mi- got a special kind of story. He missed out one different strokes in the Everybody song, though. A way to I don't know if, um, someone should tell him, really. No love. He, so well, what? We'll, we'll let him finish, and then we'll... have yours and I'll have mine. And together we'll be fine. Because it takes different strokes to rule the world. Yes, it does. It takes different strokes to rule the world. <sighs> you, you missed out one different strokes the first time around. Oh. <sighs> One of the biggest frustrations is the administration of the privatisation of the railway station. Good evening. Fantastic. He's good, isn't he? He's evolved. He's he's grown as we've all uh, moved on. Yes, line three, you're on the wireless. Hello. 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 Yes, Pamela. Hello, Pamela. Um, I just wanted to say about last night when you when I rang you up. Yes. 
and Anthony was on whoever he is on the other end. Anthony was on the other line, yeah. Yeah, when you played that music about Mrs. Robinson being the older woman, I felt a bit um, angry because uh, I'm only 35 years old and I don't consider that old. Uh, well, it is old. What, 35? Yes. Well, I don't look it, I'll tell you that. Doesn't matter, but it's old. Well, so you must be pretty old then now, then. I'm, I'm going to be 34 in a month. Oh, that's funny, because I thought Steve Allen said you were 36. Well, Steve Allen's wrong. Yeah. Steve Allen's wrong about a lot of things. Now, I'm 34. Yeah, well. Well, well, what? You asked. Pardon? Well, what? It's just that uh, my boyfriend wasn't very happy with it either. Well, do you know what? That's tough. Huh? That's tough. And also, 35 is old, and it's significantly older than Anthony, who I think is 18 or 19. So, some of the actresses that are older than me, then, you find quite nice, yeah? Yes. So, age doesn't really matter then, does it? I didn't say I did. You did. And when I was trying to talk to you, you didn't even talk to me or Anthony. Right. So, you're an arsehole. Well, Pamela's changed her tune, hasn't she? Pamela's changed her tune. Pamela used to love the show. Now, suddenly I'm an arsehole. Pamela! Oh, Pamela's changed her tune. Pamela, lighten up, love. Get a life. Well, there's a controversial start to the show. How exciting! Pamela, who I think... I, I'm not sure, Chris. Uh, Pamela, uh, who from now on is going to be called Mental Pamela, she, she just recently discovered the show, hadn't she? I think. I'm not sure. That's the one. And she phoned up every day with... How can I put this? Quite boring phone calls. Uh, and love me. And now, because I played uh, Mrs. Robinson by the Simon and Garfunkel, a reference which, if we think back, she didn't get yesterday... She didn't get it. Obviously, someone's explained it to her. Uh, now she's a little bit upset. Wow. Okay. Well, we need can, can we need a, a listener to re- we need a new listener to replace Pamela if if we can. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Can you replace Pamela as being a boring caller? Line one, you're on the wireless. Pass me, pass me, my jimmy jam. Drink on, drink on, whiskey. Sydney Longley, are you there? Now that's more like it. That's what we want. Yes, line ten, you're on the wireless. Hello? Hello there. Um, so Ian, this is the second time I've called up in the last two days. Well done. And you're not going to swear at me, are you, because I played Simon and Garfunkel? No, of course not, no. Okay, good. Well, that's uh, no, I've only just tuned in. Okay. Um. Well, I, w- I wonder if Chuck can play Mrs. Robinson. Sweet, sweet, that's what we'll get. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> anyway, I wanted to ask you... Yes, Adam. Uh, if you play a musical instrument? Uh, very badly. Which one? The, the guitar and, and the bass guitar, but very badly. Right, guitar, okay. Um, any, anything else besides that? No. Any small amount of piano anything? Any what? Piano or anything like that? No, I, 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 by, by saying I don't play any other instruments, that includes the piano. Okay. Well, thanks for calling. Okay, bye. I mentioned also that I was told to do this by a friend of mine. I'm not going to let you do it, whatever it is. Uh, let's go to line three. Three, you're on the wireless. Hello? Hello there. Is that Ian? Yes. Can you keep it down? I'm trying to sleep. I'm very, very sorry. We'll keep it quiet from now on. You keep waking the cat and the kids up, you know? Sorry, we'll keep it down. All right, all right. Cheers, Ian. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. Uh, yes, line ten, you're on the wireless. Hello, I'd like to replace Matt Pamela as a listener, please. Uh... Okie dokie. What, what, what do you think you can bring to the show? Well, I could bring my madness. I can get cross at you whatever you want. I uh-huh. can flirt with you if you want. Yes. 
I could just do whatever you want, really. I could just be mad, like Mad Pamela. And what's your what's your name? My name's Mad Doris. Okay, Doris, well, you're in the running. We'll certainly keep you in mind. Uh, two, you're on the wireless. Hi. Hi. Pamela needs a sense of humour. We love you, and you always make us laugh. Uh, well, I wouldn't say always. There yes, are some you shows do. that are always. absolutely awful. Well, th- well, thank you very much for that, Edwina. Yes, I'm four. You're on the wireless. These three people need to eat some green beans and seaweed. Which three people? Which... Four, you're on the wireless. Uh, back in 68 in a sweaty club, before Jimmy's machine and the rock steady rub, on a night when the flowers didn't suit my shoes, after a week of flunking and bunking school, the lowest head in the crowd that night just practising steps to increasing out of fights. Academic inspiration, you gave me none. You were Michael the lover, the fighter that won. And now just look at me as I'm looking down on you. No, I'm not being flash, it's what I'm built to do. Oh, Gino. Uh, okay, yes, I, uh, message received and understood. I didn't realise he was a bottler. Uh, four, you're on the wireless. Ah, good evening, Mr. Lee. My name is Pavel Rebarczyk. I am Polish immigrant, and I just come to country. I listen to your show. I think it's fabulous. Well, thank you. Now, Pavel is a much underused name. I'm a big fan of the name Pavel. Pavel, I think it's a great name. Uh, I'm going to call my eighth-born son Pavel. Uh, three, you're on the wireless. Otherwise, his mummy shimmy panties. Okay, I, I didn't hear what he said there, and that's probably a good thing. We're going to risk one more before we go to the... Co- yes, line 10, please. I love a mushy flange. Okay, well, uh, what an unpleasant image. Okay, 0870-90-90-973 is the telephone number, if you uh, want to give us a call. Uh, but before that, let's have some of this. It's the Travel News Now with everyone's favourite travel man called Alan Joyce. Good evening. And, okay. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three calls go straight to air for the, at least the first thirty minutes every weekday between seven and ten. Six are on the wireless. Who's <laughs> Douglas Cameron? Oh, hello, Ian. hello, Douglas. Douglas Cameron. Douglas Cameron, yes, hello. Uh, um, are we before? Are we before travel or post travel? Uh, uh, post. Post. A lovely word. I always you. How are you? First of all, I'm fine. This meter's broken again, Chris. Oh, the, me- the, the, the meter that tells me when you're peaking has has, has broken. That's because I've had oh, a bit I fixed too it. much caffeine, Ian. Okay, well, yes. And I was down with my. I went for a barbara today with my lovely Turkish barbara. Yes. He gave me a lovely shave. Oh, yes. And I've had a bit too much caffeine. And I got a bit excited, and I've got adrenaline and caffeine pumping through my body. <sighs> anyway. <sighs> I'm a secret LBC caller. All right. All right. I'm trying to give it a look, but this is one of those nights. All right. All right. All right, lemon friend. I'm a secret LPC caller. All right. Now, I've got a new word which I've got to introduce I'll to the English good. vocabulary. It's okay. fine. It's not a rude word. It's not a swear good. or anything. Good, 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 good. I will proceed this by saying that the word mentalist yeah. and uber... Was invented by myself. Well, well done, you. And I've got that into circulation. And here's a new word. Yes. Pin. Pin. Head. Pinhead. Pinhead. Uh, is 
Pamela might have been yes. displayed a head of pin. Pinhead has been around for uh, quite some time. Well, that's because I've introduced it, but I've just not announced it on air. Well, but my, I remember once when I got a really short haircut when I was about ten, and my sister called me... Pinhead. Pinhead. No, 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 that's out of context, though, isn't it? Well, I, I, well, I don't know, but the word exists. There's a little bear that you've never seen before. He's a lot of fun. Rupert, Rupert the bear. Everyone, yes, is someone who has a head. Small-minded. Yes. Little dot. Yes. Okay. Head of pin. Okay. Well, thank you, Douglas. LBC News, eleven fifty-two. Sky News. Keep it live. Keep it real. Keep it, Dougie. Okay. Thank you, Dougie. Bye, bye, dear. Lots of love. Eight year on the wireless. Hello? Hello? Sorry? My name is Evil. Evil? Evil. 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 Are you evil? What? You hate me? Are you evil? Eagle. Evil. E- what? Evil. Eagle. Evil. Evil. Don't get me angry. You're evil. Yes. I'm Ian. Are you evil? I'm not evil. It's Chris. Chris, are you evil? Don't think so. No. Are you evil? Igor? Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you, goodbye. Well done. What? The voice was at such a frequency, my my ears couldn't pick up the information. Seven, you're on the wireless. Good evening, this is Christopher Phil, and I'm not evil. With baseball news, <laughs> in last night's action, it was the Yankees over Texas, 10 to 1, Cleveland over Toronto, 12 to 1, and Florida over the Mets, 5 to 2. Tonight, it's Oakland at Boston, and the Angels at Kansas City. More news soon. Pass it, it on. on. Thank you, Eve. Uh, not evil, Pitcher Phil, there. Um, seven, you're on the wireless. Hey, hang on. You want some chilli? I'm fine, thank you, but always nice to ask. Line nine, you're on the wireless. Ian, hi, how you doing? Very well. It's the first time I'm calling, actually. It's a bit, um, scary. Well, it is scary, isn't it? Yes. And I'm glad it is scary, because it keeps a lot of people away. Yeah, just, just wanted to call you and say, uh, say hi, actually. Look, say what? Say hi. Well, hi, what's your name? Is uh, Hamid. Hamid, well, where are you calling from, Hamid? Um, just, I'm in the car, actually. I'm stuck in the traffic, um, A, A40 towards, there's, uh, Hangar Lane. There's, there's a slight delay. I thought you were in America or something. No, no, I, I was born in Houston, Texas, but, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm down here. Okay. I don't know what I'm doing in the UK. Okay, well, the, how much, so you, uh, you, uh, you enjoy the show, do you? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, actually, I do, actually. It's actually. so funny, and, uh, I, I really enjoy the show. Well, Hamid, thank you very much for calling. You're very welcome. Have a nice evening. And you take care, mate. There we go. Yeah. Lovely. Don't forget, eight o'clock. Chuck is coming in. The fantastic busker who I have discovered, he's going to be the next big thing. I wouldn't be surprised if he has uh, nineteen hits in the top one hundred, beating the Ar- Arctic Monkeys. Uh, six are on the wireless. Okay, thank you. Uh, ten, you're on the wireless. Oh, hello. Oh, finally got through. Um, well, I was just wondering. I wanted to give you a bit of advice, Ian. You know you've been getting some very lippy caller, shall we say, over the past few days. It's, it's been a lot of st- stroppy women recently, and a, and a couple know. of stroppy kids. I don't know why, because, I mean, you, you seem to treat most of your callers fairly. I try. I was just thinking, maybe you need to format the, uh, alter the format of your show and do a sort of Anna Raven-type show, because okay. you can listen to Anna Raven. It, no, where, where's she on? Uh, I think between two and four. On what station? 
this, this, your station. How fantastic! I did not know that. How fantastic! Okay, no, I, sh- I shall make a point of listening to that. Because the way she does it, I just, you know her breathy voice. Yes. Uh, I've just received an email and I'm going to call you Mrs. X because that's nothing like your real name. Yes, well, she, she talks like this, doesn't she? You've got to tell me what sort of dog! Yes. And then she says, now, the main piece of advice I would say to you is call me in because I get more information via calls than I do via email. But I would say, with all of my experience, yes. don't commit suicide. Now, after no. the breaks, we're going to talk about baking some lovely cakes. Okay. What's it, and you think I should do something along those lines? I don't know, because you seem like you're, you're reasonably intelligent, you know. I think maybe if you, you and I sort of do, I don't know, you can be Jonathan Dimbleby, he can be David. Okay, and we can uh, mess around like brothers do. Reasonably intelligent, maybe stretching it slightly, but thank you for that. Line nine, you're on the wireless. Hey, Ian. Yes. Is Carmen Lyon, or did she have an affair when he was in prison? Is what? Carmen Lyon. Carmen. Carmen. Carmen? On, on Jeremy Kyle. Carmen on Jeremy Kyle? Is she lying? And uh, what, today? Yeah. Which one was she the one who's, um, she had a pierced lip? Yeah, And yeah. the boyfriend, um, was a little bit weird, and he, he wouldn't let her have a mobile phone. He was a bit strange, wasn't he? Uh, uh, yeah, cos it, it always- the, the, the ge- w- listen, we're trying to get Jeremy Kyle in one night. The genius of Kyle is, and I'm quite a new convert to him, it's only this week I've realised he's an artist. He is an artist. The first person that comes out, it's like, uh, I'm not sure if my baby is my own, I think my girlfriend cheated on me, I want a DNA test. So the first person comes out, and Kyle is always on that first person's side. Then when the second person comes out, he turns, and he's on the second person's side and has a go at the first person. But when the second person comes out, he always says to the audience, don't have a go at him. And then he has a go at him. He has a go. Don't, don't boo, don't boo them. He's only a 17-year-old lad. Don't boo him. Yes, I, I, I... What is he in prison for? I want to know. Uh, I think, I think she's lying, because that means we're going to have a DNA test as well. But the DNA test will prove the baby is his. I don't think it is his. You don't think, think it is? She pull it about in Yarmouth. I've heard that. Well, we don't know that. We, we don't know that at all. I'm sure she hasn't. But she was fit, wasn't she? She was a bit. She was a bit podgy. Uh, which is it works for me. Now, I'm sure that the, the lady in question. I'm sure we'll, we'll find out. All the truth will be revealed on um, Jeremy Carl tomorrow, uh, and I'm sure she's an absolutely uh, outstanding member of society, uh, and would do nothing wrong unless the lie detector test proves otherwise. Five, you're on the wireless. Hello, it's Evil again. Oh, wh- what do you want, Evil? Can I say hello to my offing friend? Well, you can, but you, we can't hear you very well. Can you hear me better? Yes. I call him Detonator. Hello. Okay, well, goodbye, Evil. See ya. See ya. I never thought Evil would say, see ya. See ya. Uh, three, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. How you doing, mate? I'm all right. Good. I'm a collector of war mer- memorabilia. And all I've right. Finished, finished polishing my helmet, and I had a couple of questions for you. Yes. Um... Now, number one is... You're, you're, not, um, ch- you're not chuckling to yourself at that poor effort you just made, are you? <laughs> are you are you chuckling to yourself at that poor effort you just made? I do apologise. Well, it, it was so poor, uh, that, and because you chuckled, I'm going to cut you off. If you'd have carried on without chuckling, I would have let it pass. But it was poor. Very poor. Three, you're on the wireless. Hi, it's Fat Steve here. Hey, Fat Steve, how are you doing? Good, good, good. I was uh, listening to the podcast yesterday. I noticed um, you said uh, that you wouldn't uh, recognise Kirsten Dunst if you had seen her. I don't think I would, although I know she's got funny eyes. I think you would have noticed her, though. Well, For why? For the same yeah. reason that I noticed Kira Knightley one time when I didn't recognise her. One time. Why? And why was that? Because she's hot. That's why oh. I noticed her. Oh, I, hey, I didn't listen. recognize her. 
because, you know, I hadn't seen too many movies she was in. I would notice, I would definitely notice a hot woman, especially yeah, a hot woman with an American accent, but I wouldn't recognize her. Exactly, that's what I mean. You'd notice her, you wouldn't recognize her. Okay. That's how I was sitting at this uh, outdoor cafe in New York, and um, someone sits da- ne- down next to me, a couple, oh. and I see my wife looking over at the woman, oh. sort of scowling, which I know means there's an inappropriately dressed woman next to me. So yes. I look over, of course. and sh- she's wearing a really low-cut thing, and, you know, like when she's bending over, you can mm. see... <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, and... Uh, so I didn't really look at her face. No. But I heard her speaking in an English accent and dropping all like these names, like, oh, Barry Levinson helped me get a dentist, and Steve Martin this. And I'm like, this girl's just, you know, I thought she was ridiculous. And then I'm yeah. like, she does look familiar, though. And then I went home, and she was on the cover of Vanity Fair. Wow. <laughs> well, Fat Steve, listen, thank you for that. That's uh, famous people, you see. Six, you're on the wireless. Oops. Do you want to hear some beatboxing? Yes. Is it you doing it live? No. Oh, in that case, I'm fine. Oh, come on. Well, go on quickly. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, seven, you're on the wireless. Hello? 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 Okay. Hello? Disappointing. Uh, six, you're on the wireless. Oh, in. I'm, I just, I just had a shower, right, and um, I cleaned my bath with a jiff, right? Right. And um, I think there was some jiff residue on the, on the bath, and now my feet are quite stingy. What do you suggest I do? I suggest you uh, clean it off with lukewarm water, and then give it a good toweling. But, you know, there's that saying, mind over matter, so I'm going to say it to myself, but I'm going to beat this with my mind. I don't need no lukewarm. Okay, well, good, good luck you. Well done. Good, well, good effort there. Well done. I, I hope it works out for you. Uh, and finally, line six, you're on the wireless. Where's your Sony Award? You haven't got one. Nana Rayburn has. Nana Rayburn has. Rubbing it in like that. Uh, OK, 0870 If you call in now, you'll speak to my producer, Adrian Crisp. Order! LBC's Good Evening. Call 0870 Ah. Uh, Good evening. So, uh, don't call for the moment, though. Do you want a cup of tea? Yeah, I'd like one, please. Yes. Thank you. Bit early for a cup of tea, though, isn't it? Not really. OK, fine. Uh, so, uh, we've got Chuck coming in just after eight o'clock. Uh, who's going to play us some wonderful songs. He's a fantastic busker. I saw him at the weekend. I, I saw him on Saturday. He was so good, I went back and saw him again on Sunday. Uh, he was superb. Uh, he's coming in. I think... I'm, I might be wrong on this. We'll find out. I think this will be his first radio uh, performance. So, you heard him here first, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, other stuff to talk about, but let's... We've got a couple of calls lined up. Let's go to, first of all, to Rick. Hello, Rick. How are you? I'm, I'm all right, Rick. I'm all right, yeah. You are? I'm all right, yeah. Oh, I'm all right, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, can I can I contribute to the show tonight? Please do, yes. When would you like to contribute? Oh, now, yeah. Okay, yeah. I want to talk about global warming, yeah. Oh, again, again, yes, good. Yeah. Uh, Anthony, be with you in a minute. Funny. Yeah, okay. Yeah, y- you know, scientists have discovered, yeah? Yes. That cockroaches are the only organisms that have survived global warming. What, what are the only organisms? Cockroaches, yeah. Cockroaches? Yeah. I had heard that. The cockroaches can survive a nuclear attack. Yeah, that's fine. And, and humans might survive as well, yeah? So if all the food is destroyed, yeah, on the planet, yeah? Yeah. 
at least we have cockroaches to eat here. Co- but you say cockroach cockroaches. Cockroaches, yeah. Yes. And the best way to eat them here yes. is to eat them alive, yeah. Yes. Pop them in your mouth, yeah. Yes. Bite off their heads and scrunch them all. They're still alive, yeah. Uh, yeah, one, one second. Auntie, I'm just going to move you there because there's a phone call from a strange number here. Line five, you're on the wireless. Line five? Hello? Yes, who's this? Who's that? This is Ian Lee. No, it's not. He's... Yes, it is. I'm talking to Rick about Ian. global warming. Sorry? I'm talking to Rick about global warming and cockroaches. Can I interrupt your talk? Yes, if you, you, you can if you do it a little bit quicker than you're doing it now. Okay. T- t- turn your radio off, because that will only confuse you. I haven't got a radio on. Okay, what's your name? Anne. Anne, hello, Anne. What can I do for you? I'll be with you back with you in a second, Rick. All right. Be with you in a minute, Anthony. Hi. Good lad. Anne. Anne. Yes, Anne. I've been trying to call you since Sunday. Okay. Well, you've got through now. What can I do for you? Jolly good. Jolly good. Well... I thought that you behaved in a very cowardly manner with that that poor girl, Denise, on Sunday. By letting Denise speak for 20 minutes and talk nonsense, that was cowardly, was it? The length of time she spoke has nothing to do with it. Okay. Because half the time you you faded her out. Do you know why I faded her out, Anne? Do you remember? Well, you have your reasons. No, Anne, do you remember why I faded her down? You faded her down... Because? Because she didn't agree with you. Incorrect. That is the wrong answer. Would you like to hear the correct answer, which I did explain, and which to any... I can't believe having the same conversation again. To anybody with a, a tiny bit of intelligence would have got it. Shall I explain it again? Yeah. Okay. I faded her down because she would not stop talking... She was unable to uh, engage in a conversation and a discussion whereby one person would speak, the other person would listen, then respond to that, then put forward their point, and that would go back vice versa. She couldn't answer any questions, and she was talking nonsense. Those are the reasons. Well, may I talk now without being faded down? Yes, Anne, because you sound like you can have a conversation, unlike Denise. Well, Ian... Yes, Anne? What is an intelligent answer from Denise may not appear to be an intelligent answer for you to receive. She gave me no answers, Anne. She wasn't listening. And as as I suspect you weren't, you heard what you wanted to hear. She wasn't listening and was unable to respond. Well, that is quite common because you speak on the radio, I won't say every day of your life, but quite, quite a lot, many hours in your day. Right. And people like us, who sit at home and like to listen to you for amusement and entertainment... Yes, Anne. ...are really desperately upset to hear you hammer, make fun of... Yes. ...someone who isn't as articulate as you are. It wasn't a case of being articulate. You're missing the point. And you do sound like an intelligent woman, so I, I, I want you to get this, Anne, and I think you can. It wasn't a case of her being uh, uh, inarticulate or not being intelligent. 
It was the fact that she didn't know the basic uh, rules, uh, slightly the wrong word, but it's something I can think of at the moment, the basic rules of engaging in a conversation. And you can't leave big gaps like that because we'll, we'll fire off the um, safety device that plays the best of Steve Allen. So, also, it's oh, quite yeah. slow-paced and a bit when, dull. When she was ready to re- respond to your comment and had perhaps a few more nanoseconds than us amateurs... Amateurs, and I'm going to stop you there, I'm going to stop you there, because amateurs is irrelevant. She knows how to have a conversation, she knows how to use the telephone. Those are the only two things that are important. The fact that she is phoning up a radio station is kind of irrelevant, because she claims... Well, it it actually, Anne, actually, Anne, it is irrelevant, because she phoned up... Anne, do you know what what her main point was? Do you remember? Hello? Hello, Anne. Yes. God, you're, you're not as intelligent as I thought. I do apologise. Do you remember what her main point was? Her main point was trying to get over that, although you did some very good things in your life, you were very judgmental. That's the wrong answer. Her main point About. was... Her main point was... And I'll stop you there because you, you, you're floundering around. You don't know what you're talking about. Her main point was excuse that... Me. No, excuse me. Her main point was she had listened to the show for a year and she didn't like it. Now, what's stupid about that statement? Even you, even you, Anne, uh, can, can spot that. She listened to the show for a year. She didn't like it. Now, where's, where's the contradiction in there? Can you spot it? Five points if you can spot it, Anne. She had listened to the year because probably, like me, we had... We had begun to grab you, as they say. To what? We ha- grabbed you. We had got... Grabbed got you. the gist of your sense of humour. Right. Thank you. That's very kind of you. Yes. You can be brilliant, Ian. Right. But you can be an absolute thought. Right. I'm going to refer you back to my last question. Denise said she'd been listening for a year, but didn't like me or the show or the way I handled the callers. Answer the question, and Focus. What is wrong with that statement? You answer the question. Answer the question. Just answer that one question. Stop going off on a tangent because I don't think you've got the intelligence to do that. Just focus on the question. What is wrong with that statement? Well, that's, that's the whole problem. What is wrong with that statement, Anne? You, you, Anne, right away at Anne, the answer the question. What is wrong with that statement? Why you did not give her time. I gave her 20 minutes of radio, Anne. No, 20 minutes of radio. That's not what I meant. You did I gave her 20 minutes of radio. She was unable to listen, like you, Anne. You're not, you're doing what Denise did. You're not listening and you're not engaging. And that's frustrating and it's disappointing and it's very sad, Anne. I think you're very sad. You're playing what is to you your trump card and I will give you that. Well, give no, and I don't, I don't want my trump card. I want you to answer the question. Do you remember the question? Which particular one? You don't remember the question. You're not actually listening, are you? I will ask you the question one more time. Denise said she had been... And now listen. Denise said... We've got another one, Chris. Denise said she had been listening for a year, but she didn't like me, the show, or the way I treated the callers. Now, for five points, what is the contradiction in that statement? 
this is not what I'm calling you about, Ian, and you will know. <laughs> and, listen, if you're not going to engage, I'm actually going to say goodbye to you, because this is very dull, uh, a very dull radio. So I'm going to, I'm going to say bye-bye, Anne, but, but good effort, thank you, do try again. Well, I might, actually, Anne. Okay, well, well, just not on this show. Bye-bye, Anne. Sorry about that, Rick. No, it's all right. I think she was being banned from the show. Okay, here. back back to uh, global warming. Yeah, yeah. So I, I've got all I'm trying to say here. Yes. The global warming is not such a bad thing, yeah? Because of the cockroaches. Because global warming will make cockroaches breed in abundance, yeah? Yeah, so we can get to eat them alive. It's an abundant food source, yeah, for human beings, yeah? Okay, well, Rick, thanks for that. That's all I want to S- talk about tonight, yeah? Good lad. Well, well, you've done it now. Thank you, yeah. There we go. Good lad. Blimey, O'Reilly. Anthony! Oh, you've gone all quiet. Anthony? I'm here. Oh, God, yeah, I can hear you now, yes. How are you? Sorry. Do you have your finger over the phone? Yeah, I'm also sorry. That's quite all right. I don't apologise for that. Well, that's the second woman having a go at me today. I know what she kept going on, didn't she? Well, we had, you know, you know, um, you were up with Pamela. Pamela, was it yesterday? Yeah, last night. She phoned up today, wasn't very happy with that. I think, uh, when I turned the computer on, I could speaking, but didn't she, yeah. uh, what did she say? She said that she wasn't very happy that I was playing, uh, Simon and Garfunkel as she finds Art Garfunkel particularly unattractive. Oh, and I thought that was petty. Mm, a little bit, but... Never mind. It's, it's, it's gonna be one of those nights. Luckily, we've got, we've got Chuck coming in at eight o'clock, who's gonna play us some sweet, sweet music, and that That will, should be quite good. That should just bring everyone back to a nice, calm level. But it's too afraid, though, isn't it? I'm not gonna lose my temper tonight, Anthony. No, I have made not. a promise to myself not to lose my temper this evening. Just calm yourself every day. Stay calm. Stay calm. Focus. Focus. Ian, remember, um, like, last year we used to do Ask Anthony? We did what? Ask Anthony. Oh, Ask Anthony. Yeah, it didn't really work, did it? No, we um, just had a new <laughs> idea, though. Sorry, blow my nose there. Yes. Um, I've created an email address. Right. And, like, Ask Anthony one. Oh, yeah. If any listeners want to ask me a question. Oh, okay. Uh, and this is so. This is a separate email address to your other email address. Yeah. And you're quite happy to give this out. Yeah. Bearing right. in mind, you may get sent uh, abuse. Yeah, hold this to Okay. Uh, good. Because if you do get sent abuse, Anthony, you mustn't do what I do. You mustn't get upset by it. Okay. No, I'll just, uh, delete, just it. delete it. Yeah. I tell you, Anthony, stay there. We'll get your ask Anthony email address yep. after the travel. Okay. Love. Good lad. There we go. <laughs> and here he is. Alan Joyce. Thank you very much. The A40 is still... LBC 97.3. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Call 0870 90 90 973. Yeah! Okay, right, sorry. Gosh. Okay, right. Oh, dear, right. Chuck is waiting in the, uh, out there. I don't know what that area is called. The waiting area is it called? I don't know what it's called. Anyway, he's waiting out there. He's going to be in at 8 o'clock uh, to play some music. I can see some people calling him. I'm, uh, I'm assuming we can call him with requests, and if he can play it, he'll play it. And if he can't, he won't. Simple as. Don't phone in for about two or three minutes, because Chris is downstairs making a cup of tea. Now, before the travel, uh, we were speaking to Anthony, who has set up an email address where you, the listener, can email him questions. Anthony, what is your email address? It is ask underscore. Ask underscore. Anthony. How are you spelling, Anthony? A-N-T-O-M-Y. A-N-T-O-M-Y. All small letters, by the way. All small letters, yes. Yeah, at hotmail.co.uk. At hotmail.co.uk. Okay, let me just give that out one more time. I hope you've got pens and papers at home. If you want to ask Anthony from the Hoddesdon a question, send a question to ask underscore 
Anthony, A-N-T-O-N-Y, at hotmail.co.uk. Now, Anthony, would you be able to come on the line tomorrow and go through some of the best questions that you've had? Yeah, sorry, and I'll be able to give you a call up again. Fantastic. All right, Anthony, um, so, yes, oh, there's one more thing, is there? Yeah, sorry, in uh, the right. podcast, I prescribed to them again, and I found some old, sh- old shows that I'd been on to download, and they're quite cool. You found some old shows? Yeah, like, um, December, and, like, 06, and that's quite good. Okay, well, we'll, well, if anyone wants to go and listen to some old shows, then, uh, uh go to lbc.co.uk, uh, and, uh, you can go to the, uh, LBC Plus section and download, uh, loads of old shows from everyone that works on LBC. You have to yeah. pay a small fee, it's like two quid a month or something ridiculous. And what time do you want to squat tomorrow? Any time... Oh, excuse me, Anthony. Any time. Chris isn't in tomorrow because he's resting. Oh, uh, who's instead of Chris? Then? I'm assuming it's Helen. Helen, are you in tomorrow? Are you producing tomorrow? Yes. Are you producing Friday? Yes. Oh, nice one. Okay, lovely. It's going to be uh, Helen, which means it'll be good shows for the uh, rest I'll of the week. I'll normal time in, then. Good lad, Anthony. Okay. Speak to you later. You Take Bye care. Right. Well, that's nice, Helen. I'm glad about that. It means we'll have, to, we'll, have to, we'll go out with two good shows at, at the very least. <laughs> Scott's in the Silvertown. I'm not at the minute, but that's where I hail from, yeah. Okay, Scott, what can we do for you? Right, two things. I was wondering, if I answer that question, can I get that woman's five points? Uh, yes, you can. Okay. Well, here's right. the question. Denise right. said she'd been listening to the show for a year, yeah. but she didn't like me, the way I treated the callers, uh, and whatever the third thing was. What is the discrepancy in that statement? Well, she must be a nutcase to be listening for a year, because... If I listened to you and I couldn't stand, you know, didn't like you or anything about the show, I wouldn't listen the next day. Scott, you go into the lead with five points there, mate. Well done. Ah, brilliant. Good lad. I'm not even educated. And and, and it sounds like you're not as well. (laughs) Cheers, mate. uh, One other thing is, it's a bit random, but why do women, right, wear extremely revealing clothes... What the, Scott, where the hell are you? Are you in the Bronx or something? Well, close Bermondsey. Oh, okay, right, yes. Yes. Why do women wear revealing clothes? Extremely revealing clothes, and then sort of either give you a dirty look, or like, I was talking to a woman today and she had the most humongous chest you can imagine with, it was, it was just in your face, and I couldn't make eye contact with her. Pair of melons. Yes. <laughs> I couldn't make eye contact, but she's gone to me, can you stop looking down there and look in my eyes? And I, I had to apologise. I said, yeah, fair enough. That's fair. But it's right, you know, you see yeah. these girls, they wear yeah. the skirts with the big splits right up to near the crotch area, and they're forever yeah. folding them over, trying to cover them up. Uh, yes, it's 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 strange. Why, why would you wear that if you didn't want someone... It's like when I walk around in my uh, PVC hot pants, <laughs> I'm, I'm expecting people to look at me. <laughs> In all honesty, Scott, you sound like a dirty pervert. Oh, yeah, I am. I well, am, but... Good, good lad. All right, listen, well, your line's awful, so we'll say goodbye. If, uh, yes, if any ladies can um, phone up and talk to me. That'd be nice. We'll, we'll, we'll settle for that for the moment. Oh, eight, seven. Chris is back now from uh, making the tea for Chuck. Is Chuck set- settling in all right out there? Chuck's settling in. Excellent Great. stuff. Okay, lovely. Uh, it means you can call back again now. Oh, eight, seven, oh. 9090973 is the telephone number. Uh, Ricky's in the Ilford. Hello, Ricky. Hello, Ian. Good uh, evening. Good evening, Ricky. There's a, 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 a siren near where you are. What's going on? I know. It's wrong, but it's just so much traffic on the uh, A12 and everything. Isn't it just unbelievable? Um, you grilling that lady, mm. it reminded me of Paxman in his pomp. Oh, really? Are you sure you're not um, auditioning for a uh, Newsnight job? 
Well, it, I, I can, yes, maybe I, maybe that's what I should be doing, is I should be interviewing politicians. You are of that calibre. I, I am of, I saw Paxman once, I walked past him, he's the tallest man in the world. He, he looks like he's just got a big nose, though. He's right? got a massive nose, he's got, he's got a really big head, his head is, is kind of the size of, uh, like, three footballs. Mm. If that makes sense, that's an old, that's not quite a good... Like, one of those massive, you know those massive balloons that you get at the fun fair or something? Yes. Like sugar inside. What? A sugary balloon? You know, you know, though, inside, you know they've got some sort of, like, crystally thing, and then when you what? go, like, try and bounce them, and they make noise inside, they go... I have never seen those have balloons. Seen those? No. Sure you go to the fun fair? I don't go to the fun fair very often. I don't like fun fairs. When I went to the fun fair as a kid, I got beaten up twice, once really, really badly, and it's... it's... I, I always used to go with my dad, you think. Yeah, I, it, I'm not a fan of fun fairs. And I don't like the rides at fun fairs because they make me feel sick. Actually, they're, they're, they're a health and safety risk, I think. I, the, the fact that these dangerous death machines are travelling around the country, being set up by people who... Hmm, I don't know what their engineering qualifications are, but I'm sure they're not good enough to set up death traps in a field on, on wherever they may be. It's, it's... Never, never buy goldfish from there. Oh, I, I, do you know what? I... I I say I won two goldfish. I spent £16 once trying to win two goldfish. 16, in the end, they said, have, they, have them. £16. Uh, and one goldfish, only one of them, only had one fin. So he'd swim on his side. And do you know what, Ricky? He died that night. No, I, I, you know what? We had, um, me and my brother both got goldfish. Yeah. Um, what we did, I, I fed it bread. I was only about five years old. I fed it bread. And... Um, it died, and I was just like, it was... It's, well, you can't, you're not supposed to feed them bread. Huh? You're not supposed to, did you say you fed them bread? I was five years old. But I bread know. expands in their stomachs until they blow up. Yes, yeah, I, I didn't know that. I was only five. And then, um, I pleaded with everyone saying that my fish was sleeping. It wasn't, um... It's sleeping upside down, mummy. Yes. Uh, uh Ricky, listen, thank you very much for that. 0870 90 90 I don't know how to draw blueprints for an... BC 97.3. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Call 0870-90-90-973. Let's go to Fernando. Hello, Fernando. Hi, good evening. Oh, it's Dirty Fernando. We like you. (laughs) Thank you. I like you, too. Good, good. (laughs) You're a clever guy. Uh, I like the way you just spoke to that lady. Ashley, I'm calling you um, because a couple of, uh, I believe it was last week, yes. I was watching a program on this radio and they had a program and they had a guy as a guest on a program yeah. talking about invention, invention and how to do the patent on the invention. So if you have an idea yes. and you invented something, yes. so what, you, what the steps that you have to take. Right. So I really had the idea that time in my head, but I just got afraid of, do you understand? Um, talking a radio and calling a radio. So, but today, um, the reason I'm calling is because I wanted to find out if you have the address of that guy that was a guest at the address. What? Was in Richmond. I think a guy that set up a website and a company to help people that so was have on ideas and you, things you, like you that. You were watching a television program? Um, no, it was in, in that radio. It was in, in this radio. It that was on this, in this radio, you heard yes. a man... Talking about a website that uh, has painter, patents... Patents of... So he have an idea and he spoke with guests and was... Uh, this guy was a guest and a programmer. Do, do you remember what programme it was? Uh, it wasn't the evening. It was early, early evening, I believe. 
Well, that's I weird. just can't remember the program. Oh. I definitely let someone oh, up there. Liz heard the program. Are you sure it wasn't Sony Award winner Eddie Nesta hosting the program? It sounds like the sort of guff he'd do. Um, why well, just so many people calling with different ideas, and yeah. you are devising, you understand what they step that you have to take. Fernando, do you, are you telling me that you have an invention? I do have an idea, yes. I haven't, I, I haven't, of course, I spoke with a couple of friends and I just thought the idea is great. And what happened to the guy that had the car, the guy, well, I shouldn't say what it was, but a guy wanted me to get involved with his invention that was brilliant. What, what is your invention, Fernando? Uh, I'm not going to tell oh, you okay. because that's the secret. That's why I learned it on the radio last year, last well week. Done. Well done. It's like you don't have to. You, but the idea is, is related with uh, push bikes because I just push got bikes. a push bike for myself last year in December. Yeah. It was like 908 pounds, oh. and the first time nine, that I nine, parked, 900 pounds? 980 quid, yeah. 980? I, I live in central London. I cycle everywhere. I cycle to work and I cycle to university and things like that. And I, uh, the first time that I parked my bike outside of my flat got stolen. And I got the best pair of locker that you can possibly imagine. Yeah. But was, my luck was like I put in my home insurance so I was able to claim my yes. another push bike back. Yes. But I had an idea related to security in push bikes, oh, you understand? Yes. So of course it was okay. frustrating to have to go to the police station and yeah, things like that. Police-y. And yeah. uh, because what? so many people yeah. cycling and the idea is it's great. Okay. I just need help. Is it called a padlock? Is it no, uh, it's not. Oh, uh, okay, because they exist already, Fernando. I, should... I know, that's, I got the best okay. padlock. Okay, well, listen. I mean, it's not a real oh, padlock. It's yes. something okay. related with security. Security. Well, Fernando, listen. Yeah. I don't know who the guy was, but if anybody is listening now, it wasn't on this show, but if anybody is listening who knows, 0870 9090 Oh, thank you very much for and your help. Ho- Definitely there's a guy that okay. set up this company somewhere in Richmond. Okay, well, and he even gave the address of the street and everything. It was a okay. very interesting well, program. Well, Fernando, keep listening, although it's unlikely my listeners will be able to help because that's not really what they're good. Oh, oh, no! Oh, Gary, you know! Yes, I do. Oh, I've just cut him off. Chris put you up too late. Right. Well, oh, we'll come back to you after the news and we'll sort this out. Uh, Chuck is coming up after the news playing some lovely tunes. Please, good evening. Good evening. Okay, very exciting. We've got a guest in the studio. Chuck is setting up his guitar and his um, little egg shakers, and which are being clipped to his feet, I think. Um, you take your time, Chuck. We've got plenty of time. Chris, can you get Fernando back on? To speak to Gary, because Ga- Fernando called up just before the news with a query about a guy who'd phoned in from Richmond about patents, and Gary, you know the answer, do you, Gary? I think so. I don't have the address, but I think I've got all of the details. Okay, well, stay there. We'll, we'll, we'll get Fernando up, uh, and you can speak to each other. I'm going to speak to John first. Hello, John. Good morning, Mrs. Dickerson. Merry Christmas, sir. Um... I've been waiting for 15 minutes because Agent Chris put me on to hold, even though he didn't actually ask me what I wanted to speak about. Okay. So I want to ask you to ask Chris to ask Bob to sort out the uh, podcast for the last hour of Clive's show last night because it seems to be missing. Well, Bob wasn't in last night. Uh, Well, or Raj or whoever it is. I don't know if they're in today, but... Right. Bob's in today. Is the first half hour of Clive's show when I was doing it on there? Uh, yes, you're actually on that bit. Fantastic. I, I, okay. I thought they were going to make your podcast extra long and, um, well, was it any good or was it a little bit rubbish? And be honest with me, John. Oh, honest. yeah, it was good. Okay, well, that, that's... That strange uh, woman who complained about people phoning in deliberately was a bit odd. Yes. Because, uh, 
she she doesn't seem to realise that people, That's what people don't actually phone in accidentally. Hang on a second. Chuck, are you, are you all right there, fella? Everything okay? Give us a call if you need a hand. I, I was actually going to ask Chris to ask Bob to sort out the podcast. Right. But, um, but he, he, he didn't even bother to ask okay. me what I wanted to ask. So. Chuck, can I, sorry, if you want, if you can sit down here, because we'll, we'll, we'll do a song in a second, so if you want to sit down here, yeah. and if you want to put those headphones on, yeah. you can hear, uh, I'm just taking a couple of quick calls. How can we do the balance? Oh, well, you know balance, about politicians? All, yeah, hang on a second, John. The balance will all be done by Helen, it'll be absolutely fine, I promise you. Okay. If you put those headphones on, there's a little dial just down to your left-hand side, that'll control the volume, yeah. and it means you can hear, just hear what I'm talking, and you can hear some of the callers. Okay. So put those on, and just do the volume down by your left. So, jo- John, can you just say something? Uh, say something, yes. Okay, can you hear that, Chuck? Yes, sir. That's all right, is it? Okay, excellent stuff. John, sorry, what was your... What, was there a point? Um, you, you mentioned uh, something about politicians a few minutes ago being nasty interviewing people, or the other way around. Well, Jeremy Paxman, yes. Yes. Uh, the, I, the, the latest um, programme they've got in Canada... Yes. ...is like a sort of X Factor for people wanting to become politicians. Oh, they were going to do that over here, but then they, they, they um, bottled out. And jo- the, the, the judges they've got yes. are for... Ex- oh, I, 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 I have to come back later, because we've got one quick thing, uh, Chuck, and then we'll, we'll, we'll get to you, I promise. Right, Fernando. Hi. Gary knows what you're talking about. Gary, very quickly, what is it? Uh, it's uh, the show last week about uh, inventions and patents. That's right, yes. Yeah, Fernando, you wanted the address in Richmond, I think, didn't you? That's right, yes, the guys here. I'm afraid that's the one thing I oh. don't have, but... but um, do you have a telephone number or something like that? Well, what I can tell you is it, it was on James Max, who's on in the afternoons, and James. he was talking to Trevor Bayliss. Uh, ah, yeah, that's me. That's right, yeah, Trevor Bayliss. Well, yeah. If you look up Trevor Bayliss on the internet, Fernando, you might find the details there. Trevor Bayliss. Trevor Bayliss. All right. Lovely. All right, fantastic. Uh, thank uh, you very much, guys. Gary, thank you for that. Thank okay. you, Gary. Thank you, Fernando. There we go. Right, Good, that's... Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There we go. Right, that's that done. Chuck, hey, listen, man. Thanks very much for coming in. You can speak now. Okay. <laughs> don't worry. It's all fine. We're on the, we're on the radio. Yeah. It's all proper. And don't swear, but if you, do, if you do, I can cut it out with that button, so we're all safe. Now, that's listen. Fine. Uh, you're a busker. Mm. How long have you been busking for? Well, over 10, 15 years. Right. And w- it, where I saw you was on the South Bank, sort of just down from the, the National... Yeah, National Theatre. National Theatre. Uh, that's right. Is that your usual spot? It's one of the usual spots. The other spot is under the um, the bridge, right in front of the okay. NFT. But it's called the BFI, uh, British Film yeah, I, I, Industry. I now. was there watching Bruce Lee at the weekend. They were yeah. showing Way of the Dragon. It, it, now, it looked like quite a busy spot. There seemed to be a lot of people yes, going backwards and forwards. Yeah, it's, it's much busier now since the London Eye went up and yeah. um, the Millennium Bridge. Have you been up right. that London Eye? No, I haven't. I haven't. It's it scares the hell out of me. I bet it does. It's too it's, high. Why it's, would it's you? Very high. Why would you want to go that high in a revolving wheel? I suppose to see as far oh. uh, as you possibly can. I thought that actually. Yeah. Know, but, yes, from up there you can. I believe you can see right out into perhaps Surrey. I think you can see France. Perhaps. I think. I think <laughs> on, if it's on a, a very clear, day, on a very clear day, you can see France. And now, what what made you start busking? Um. Music. I like music. Yeah. And um, it seemed like it was a good um, way of expressing um, oneself yeah. um, through busking. Yeah. Because you, know, you get to meet a lot of people and um, it's it's like a free way of... Um, it's, it's similar to um, like Speaker's Corner, you know, yeah, where, yeah. where you can, you know, stand there and you can do your own thing and... Um, yeah. I, I went busking. When I was a student, I went busking a few times. 
It was the most terrifying thing I've ever done. The, it's what, it's easy, it's not easy. It, it's easier once you, you get going, but the thing of getting the guitar out and doing the first song, because it mm. goes from being quiet to suddenly you making a lot of noise. How yeah, did, yeah. do you struggle with that, well, or do you just, you, you just but, find but, doing but, it? But, but first I, I started off in the, um, going, visiting just local folk clubs and, yeah. and things like that, because, um, a lot of folk clubs, they, I don't know what they do right now, but they used to put on a lot of um, free entertainment um, before the main artists. Kind of like open mic kind of things where yeah. people would go and do like five, ten minutes but without that's getting right. any money or anything. That's right, right that's yeah. right, that's right. So I started off, there. It, it was nerve-wracking at the beginning. Yeah, I bet it was. <laughs> you know, when you first get in front of people, you know, yeah. although they're human beings just like yourself, you know, you tend to get nervous. Ever, yeah, has, has anyone but, uh, ever? I, I got over that, you know, by constantly working at it. Yeah, you know, you you get over that. Has anyone fact. ever punched you in the street when you've been busking? Oh no, no. that's <laughs> never happened. So I can imagine you get it, you get you know a drunk idiot or something mm, who's in a bad in a bad mood. Mm, mm. See someone with a guitar, be quite easy to. Yeah, that's right. But I I, I tend to sort of spot these people <laughs> in, in the distance, you know. Yeah, and I I would pick a tune which. It's not attractive to them, you know, so they, they don't come too close. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, I may, I may do an instrumental, you know, yeah. rather than singing, you know. Is there a lot of rivalry between buskers? Do you get people going, excuse me, mate, that's my pitch, move on? Um, no, because I, I tend to, over the years, I pick my own spots. Yeah. And I tend to stay in those spots. I, I see other buskers in other places, you yeah. know, but... Um, I try to stick to my own pitch, so I don't get that um, hassle. But sometimes I might go along, and there might be someone yeah. um, there, you know, and I might ask them how long they're going to be. Okay, oh, you like can, so that, you can yeah. do that. Because yeah. you, what you, do, what the thing I noticed, the thing that that really entertained me, was that you'll be singing your song. Mm -hmm. da -da 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 -da. And then someone will come past, and you'll kind of start talking to them <laughs> while you're singing, yes, or you'll yes. you'll shake their hand or stuff like that. Yeah. Does that that's never got nasty or anything? Then that's always all right. Yes, it's always all right because I I suppose I don't approach them in any um, bad way. I suppose. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it's it's a friendly, friendly. Okay. Way. Yeah. Do you fancy singing a song for us? Oh, okay. Yes, what what, yes. Now, do you, what what are you going to do? Because you were kind of playing all all different kinds of songs. Yeah, it's a mixture of um, cover. Traditional songs, uh, not so traditional. Yeah, you know, a mixture of Caribbean folk and a bit of um, Elvis and uh, Fats Domino and a bit of Louis Armstrong. You were doing the yeah. Louis Armstrong when I saw you. You were doing that wonderful well. Well, listen, do you want to you put your guitar on? Okay. And give it, now, are you going to use your little beatbox on this? You hey. can take your headphones off while you get ready if you want. Don't worry, because uh, okay. that's absolutely fine. Mm. Are you going to use your beatbox? Because that, that's... Yes, it gives, it gives a good, um, along with the, uh, the foot. Okay, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to move this round here a little bit. Just going to move these out of the way. You, you get yourself ready. Take your time. Mm. Am I still on? Or your that microphone is still on. <laughs> is that in a good position, Helen, the microphone there? That's all right, is it? Okay, lovely. Now, he's getting all his bits and pieces. I'll have to set this. Okay. Oh, so you, it's not too loud. Okay. You do what you need to do. It's got the beatbox. I love that. It's called Selector Beat. What a machine. But I, I, I made some alterations to it, so okay, it's, it's, it's better than what it you You've want. souped it up a bit, have you, That's Chuck? Right. It's better than the original. Okay, what song are you going to sing for us? Um, Jamaica Fair, well. Jamaica Fair, let's, let's be having you. Look, that's... 
just getting the tempo. Don't tell me it's broken. Oh, no. Oh, God. That sounds great, I think. Lovely. In your own time, Chuck, Jamaica Fair. Baby, on the mountain top, I took a trip on that sailing ship. When I reached Jamaica, I made a stop. When I'm inside the sand, I'm on my way. I wouldn't be back for many days. My heart is down, my head is turning around. I had to leave a little girl in Kingston Town. Sounds of laughter everywhere And those dancing girls swerving to and fro I must declare my heart is there Though I've been from men to Mexico Where I'm sad said I'm on my way I wouldn't be back for many days My heart is down, my head is turning around I'd leave a little girl in Kingston Town Down in that market, you can hear ladies crying while on the heads to bear. Aki rice, so fish is nice, and that room is fine. Anytime, move here, well, I'm sad to say, I'm on my way. I wouldn't be back for many a days. My heart is down, my head is turning around. I'd leave a little girl in Kingston Town. I made a stop where I'm decided to say I'm on my way I wouldn't be back for many of days My heart is down, my head is turning around I'd leave a little girl in Kingston Town Dun dun, fantastic Chuck, sit yourself down, I've got to do the travel We'll have a little chitty chat in a second Let's uh, uh, have Alan what do you reckon, Alan? Oh, it's fantastic. Good stuff, eh? Oh, I wish I bought my maracas Well, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Alan, let's have the travel, please, okay. sir. Okay. Uh, the A40 has fully reopened. <laughs> fantastic. Uh, I've got Chuck with me, who is the busker that I saw at the weekend, who I think is, is uh, a musical genius. Uh, Chuck, you want to do another song for us straight away? Okay. What do you fancy doing this time? Uh, Blueberry Hill. Uh, bring it on. Come on, let's, let's be having you. Chuck with Blueberry Hill. And his selector beat. That he's souped up. I found my trail on Blueberry Hill, on Blueberry Hill, that I found you. And in still, still on Blueberry Hill, and it lingers.
longer want to. My dreams came true. Oh, the wind in a willow place. Now sweet melody. All of those vows we made were never, never, never to be. Go with your part. You're part of me still. For you were my thrill. Yes, and this very hell. Excellent stuff, Chuck. Fantastic. Fantastic, man. Have a seat. Uh, we'll get we'll get another song in a second. It, oh, blimey. Is it, is it... You sit down, don't worry. It's, it's, it's me to say that. There we go. I moved that there. Has it... What's... Has anyone ever, like a, a mysterious millionaire, walked past you... Is your, is, is your headphones okay? Mysterious millionaire walked past and thrown in, like, ten, fifty-pound notes. Not yet. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's disappointing. I was hoping you'd say, oh, yeah, well, well, one day. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping. That's my dream. <laughs> that, would, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Just, just so, so, really so, nice. It's, it's, or, or to get one pound from each person. That would make a fortune, wouldn't it? Because, exactly. uh, especially when, on, on the weekend, well, yes. so, it's officially the first day of summer now. Uh, so, I, I'm guessing now is the time to be just, out there. Just one day, each person pass and give one pound. That, you'd be, a, you'd, <laughs> you would be a, a thousandaire, I think. You'd, exactly. have, you'd have tons of money. A, bi- a billionaire. A, well, a billionaire. Well, I don't <laughs> Do a billion people walk past you every day? That's, uh... Well, I don't know. There's so many going backwards and forwards, you know. But I, I, don't, I doubt it. I doubt it. What's, what's, the, what's the one song where, if you're having a bit of a quiet day and you're not, you know, no one's really dipping into their pockets, what's the one song that you know is going to make them, is going to make the money come forth? It's either blowing in the wind or... Really? I see trees are green. Yeah. I yeah, can I see how that one would work. Blowing in the wind, though. Dylan. Blowing in the wind, it does. Really? Know. I wish Sometimes I, I just pull that one out the bag, you yeah. know, just to see what happens. And okay, yeah, well, listen, do, quite, we've got know. about another five minutes left. Do you fancy doing another song for us? Okay. Yeah, we, we, what, what do you fancy singing for us now? Maybe Hello, Dolly. Hello, Dolly. Oh, hang on a second. <laughs> we speak... I think we've got a phone call for you. You're right to take a phone call. Yeah. This is Betty, who's lovely. Hello, Betty. Oh, Ian. Yes, my love. Wasn't that gentleman magnificent? Better than all the pop groups and rotten muck you hear. 
I thought he was magnificent. Chuck, how do you respond to that? Eh? Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> He's oh. good, isn't he? Pardon? He's good, isn't he, Betty? Oh, I thought he was marvellous. He's he's a very what I've noticed as well. I didn't really spot it at the weekend, but you're quite nimble on the guitar as well. You're doing all the plucking oh, the and all the. Oh, the guitar was yeah. lovely. Yeah, and he's got such a lovely voice. Oh, hang on a second, well, but uh, Chuck, yeah. are you married? Maybe we can put you in touch with Betty, and we can sort something out here. I don't know. Oh, but he but... was nice, wasn't he? He's good, isn't I he? I thought that was absolutely <laughs> gorgeous. Uh, Especially after last night and your poor programme. Uh, my, oh, it was, it was, yes, it, my, the show wasn't very good last night, Chuck and Betty. No, I've already spoken to Clive about it. Oh, uh, the last half, with well, the extra half hour I filled in for Clive. Yeah, that's yes. it. I've written, I've done your letter. Oh, be okay. tomorrow. Fantastic. And I've told Clive all about last night. Oh, well, thank you very much, Betty. I'm glad, because yeah. he, he, he needs to be I informed. I now I'd rung up and been first, uh, you oh, know, yes. number one. Well, Betty, listen, put the phone down and go and listen to the radio, because Chuck's going to sing Hello, Dolly for us. Oh, good. All yeah. right, love. Okay. Maybe Hello, Betty. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> Betty, all right. Yeah. Betty, speak to you later, love. Yeah. Bye-bye. There we go, Chuck. There you go. You've got a groupie. Yes. Okay, listen, well, we have a bit of uh, Hello, Betty. Um, oh, I need to do that there. There we go. Fantastic. Uh, if you're wondering what's going on, it's uh, we've got Chuck in, who is a busker I saw at the weekend, who I thought was fantastic. Uh, and uh, you know when I came up to you at the weekend and said... I do a radio show. Mm. Did you think I was a mental person, or did you believe me? Well, I was in between believing and not certain, you know, because l- lots of people they yeah lots lots of people they you know say things which uh, doesn't work out to be yeah. you know yeah anything because your face looks your face looked as if to say what the hell is this guy coming up to me for? Hey, listen, man, let's 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 have the song. Let's 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 get what you do best. Let's have you singing. Are they Tic Tacs you've got there? Hmm? Is that Tic Tacs? Yes, yeah. You want? I can have a Tic Tac. Yeah, I want my one. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks. Hello. Well, I say hello. Here we go. Well, hello. Darling, it's so nice to have you back where you belong. You're looking swell, darling, I can tell. Darling, you're still growing, you're still growing, you're still going strong out in the room. So when puzzle pants play, why favorite sound? The way back when So they were up Fellas But I won't laugh Fellas Darling Don't go away again Now I say hello Betty yes. Well hello Betty It's so nice To have you On the other end of the line Here we go This is it You're looking swell I bet Betty, I can tell Betty, you're still growing You're still glowing You're still going strong I feel the room So when for the bands Playing One of all favorite songs From way back when So take a rap Fellas, but I want an empty lap 
fellas betting Don't go away again Why say hello Betty Well hello Betty It's so nice To have you at the other end Of the line I bet you look as well Betty I can tell Betty, you're still growing, you're still glowing, you're still going strong while I feel the room. Swing for the pants, blend, while I'm all very sounds with my grin. So take a rap, fellas. Two out of ten people use the phone point three. You, you need to carry your packet up, don't you worry. 0870 Okay. Chuck is packing up his stuff. He's on his way home now. Have you got all your bits and pieces? There's your Tic Tacs as well. That's right. And you've got your yeah, plectrum there. You. You've got your beatbox. Now, Chuck, very quickly, if anyone wants to come and see you uh, busking, where, where do they normally see Where do they see you and when, when are you normally about? Around the, um, the South Bank. Yeah. Um, around the... National Film Theatre. Okay. It's, it's the BFI now. It's under the Waterloo Bridge. Yeah. Um, where the seat And what days uh, are you normally on? On I'm a bit further up sometimes near the IBM uh-huh. building after the National Theatre. Yeah. So, in the evenings. That's right. Okay. Weekends. Nice yeah. one. Yeah. Hey, listen, man. Absolute pleasure to have seen you. Thanks very much for coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris will show you out. I think we've got a car waiting for you to send you home. Okay. Have you got your bits fine. and pieces? Yep. Yes, yes. Chris, are you alright sorting out? Yeah, sure. Give Chuck a hand. What, what should I take? Should I take these two? Don't yeah. break any of I'm this. I'm not going to break. Don't break his yeah, selector beat. Alright. It's, it's all it's in the bag. <laughs> okay. And you've got yeah. the bits yeah. and pieces, lovely. Right. Was that my tea? That was your tea. Do you, do you want to finish it off? Yeah, I'll do that. Outside, yeah. There you go. Good lad. Excellent stuff. Thank you. Hey, listen, man. Best of luck. Thanks very much for coming in. Take care right. of yourself. Yeah, thank you very bye much. Bye bye, Chuck. Yeah, we'll be in touch. Okay, man. Definitely lovely. What a nice, nice man. Isn't that fantastic, you see? What a lovely bloke. Okay, 0870-9090-973 is the telephone number, if you want to give me a call. Uh, that's the number that Jim has called. I really mad it. Jim's from Texas. Uh, that's admirable. Texas? You had a, a street artist. Yep. Ian. Yes, we did, Chuck, who was, who was absolutely superb. And I, do you know what? I think I'm going to just go up to more people performing in the street and get them to come in here. God damn it. It's the way forward. Sorry? You better be careful doing that. Well, what? In case of violence? They could be hungry. They could be a a down and out. Well, some of them could be, but I think I can spot which ones are are which. I saw this this man, he was on the street. Yes. He was outside of a fast food. Very strong. Okay, don't mention the name of it, will you? I can't remember the name. Okay, well that's that's handy then. He had one leg, and L- he had a dog, which also had one leg. A one-legged dog? No, I mean it had three legs. It had one leg missing. What? It, I don't think it's possible to have just the one leg. Is it what the man? The dog. Isn't it the most endearing thing ever to see a three-legged dog scampering along? It's beautiful. It's it, it, it triumph over adversity. 
Exactly. Or even a two-legged dog with wheels on the back. I love that. Like a turtle. Like I don't don't think turtles have wheels. I I have to, to see a program with a turtle with a wheel. Okay, well I stand corrected then. Beaten beat by a fox. He was dating a fox. The reason I called was not uh, we, we haven't approached yet. Uh, we shall now. The reason we're approaching the reason now. I watch a lot of TV. Yeah. On the on the TV. <laughs> Oh, you're, you're getting some money thrown at you, Jim. That, that you haven't heard the, the end of the story yet. I'm, I'm thinking about selling my, my product at, 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 in a market stool. You you had a what? I had a market stool. That's what I'm thinking of doing. Oh, okay, setting up a market. So, we so call I've it... been watching the BBC America. Oh, yes. Because we got that here. In America. BBC. Yes, America. They show uh, the East East End on the on the BBC America. Okay, right. There was a point to this call, was there, Jim? That's right. I'm getting to it. Okay, any time tonight, please. I'm, I am only on it till 10 o'clock this evening. You bitching out of me, boy. Sorry? Sorry? What? I'm sorry. I lost my temper. I didn't notice. You damn lucky. Look at damn boy. So I was watching this East, East stand, and I want to learn. Can I just say to everyone calling in, can you be patient because Chris is downstairs uh, making sure Chuck gets home safe, safely. So uh, just c- keep on the line and we'll get to you eventually. Yes, Jim, sorry. I'm keeping, you... I'm keeping on the line. Okay, so you saw a turtle with a fox. That's right. And that, that had the ladies in the, the short skirt. And I happened to hear you were talking about this earlier. What did? The ladies in the short skirt. But what, what had, what? I'm confused, Jim. The marketplace. Oh, you're talking about the East Enders? Where the the turtle with the wheel was. There was a lady with the short skirt. Right, yes. They're nice, those short skirts, aren't they? In this, in my part of town, that's a, that's a red rag. To a horny bull. To a big bull. And I actually mean a real bull. Because we got them here. Right. Jim, I'm, I'm going to rush you on here, even though we have no calls to go to, but what what is the point? Well, bestiality aside, <laughs> I think I would like to talk to you about being a market trader. Okay, well, you, you should have said that as soon as you came on, because you've, you've now taken too much time. That was the preface. Well, I'm afraid that you, we'll have to get the uh, a- actual face tomorrow. Thank you, my captain, old captain. Good evening. Good night. Flipping it, that was hard work, wasn't it? All these people, let's take one of these calls, I don't know what's going on. Yes, line four, you're on the wireless. Yes, hello Ian, it's Billy. It's who? It's Billy. Denise? Christy. Christy? No, Billy. <laughs> Billy, sorry, I, the line is... Awful, <laughs> Billy. Okay, yes. How are you doing? All right. I'm fine, thank you. Right, I have um, a situation. My girlfriend's been dying to speak to you, and she rang you up early and hung up. She's very scared. She rang me up and hung up. Yes. She she, got so your through. girlfriend is technically a bottler. <laughs> you don't want to go out with a girl who bottles it. Uh, she's actually quite opinionated. Um, she wants a subject to talk about, and she just can't think straight. Um. Okay. So you need to ask her. Say it out loud. I want you to ring me, Charlotte. Charlotte, I want you to ring me. 
Hopefully she'll think of an idea to talk about. OK, Billy, well, best of luck. Thank you for that. Um, yes, Line 9, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello. How's it going? All right. Is that Ian? Yes. Ah, Ian. How's it going? This is Laurie in Japan. In Japan? Yeah. Hey, nice one, man. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was just wondering, have you ever, like... Have you ever, like, had, uh, you know... I always find that you, you're always around some people and there's always one person that really, really gets on your nerves, like... I think... Do uh, you know what? I think I'm generally that person. No, 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 no. Well, you're all right. You're, you're not so bad. You know, you're OK. OK, well, thanks for... <laughs> what's... Yeah. What's... What's frustrating... What I find, um, an awkward situation is if, right. uh, your girlfriend or your friend introduces you to a group of their friends... And there's one of them who you just think is an absolute idiot. And just obnoxious, annoying, but no one else seems to spot that. And I've had that a couple of times in my life, and it's a very frustrating Absolutely. position to be in. I find it very hard. I'm getting better, but I find it very hard to bite my tongue and just go along with them. Yeah, I, I mean, I just find there's always some person in wherever situa whatever situation you're in, there's always someone that you just can't stand. And I just want to know if you've got any tips on, like, how to break it to them, like, that they're absolutely, completely daft, like... Um... You know what I mean? I, yeah, I do know what you mean. And uh, uh, as I get older, I think it's best not to say anything in those situations. It's hard. Uh, well, no, saying that, I was at some do the other week, and there were about... There were only about 15 people there, okay? Yeah. And it's for all these people that have worked on a specific show... And one of these people brought a friend along who was an idiot. And I got stuck talking to this guy for 20 minutes. And what I should have said 10 minutes into it was, actually, I find you quite obnoxious. I don't want to talk to you. I'm going to go and sit over there with the people I've come to see. And I couldn't do that. I was there 20 minutes. And it took one of my friends to say, Ian, there's someone downstairs who wants to see you that gave me the excuse to get up, go out, then come back and sit on the other side of the room. And this guy was an idiot, right? Yeah. And he's going... So, uh, he, he was Australian. Ian, Ian, mate, how much did you get paid for this show that you worked on? I said, well, I'm, I'm not going to tell you that. That's, that's private. Well, go on, mate, I, I work in TV. How much did you get for that? I said, well, yeah. I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. So, actually, no, goddammit, just tell them they're idiots. <laughs> uh, the, yeah, uh, the more I think about it, that's the way to do it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's, there's always, there's always one, wherever you are, that uh. you just can't get rid of. It's, it's normally Agent Chris. Well, well, you know. Mm. Well, listen, uh, I've got to move on, but thanks for calling from Japan. Yeah. OK. Cheers, mate. Do call again. There we go. Uh, international. Uh, les show de la... Internationale. 087. Oh, Chris is back now. Did Chuck get off all right, Chris? Excellent stuff. What a, what a nice man. I'll say it again. What a nice, nice man. Uh, 0870 Tony. Hi, good evening. Good evening. Good evening, Tony. Um, Ian, I've just given you a quick call, two reasons. Uh, one of them was to see how you got on with the Sky on the mobile phone. Oh, do you know, I didn't do it. I did, I couldn't get to my computer today, because I've had the carpet men in. Really? I've had men laying carpets. Now, Tony, here's a question for you. Oh, go on. What's the one thing you should never do when you've just had a new carpet laid? What, the, let me rephrase that so it makes sense. <laughs> What's the one thing you should never do to a new carpet when you've just had it laid? Get on the floor and run your hands through it, because it feels so nice, and then you get carpet burns. Um, well, you, well, you can't, well, no, okay, well, well okay, let, let's, let me phrase it again, so you give the answer I'm thinking of. <laughs> what, 
What's the one thing you should do, hoovering, <laughs> to a new carpet when you've just had it fitted? Uh, hoovering. Would it be hoovering it? <laughs> That's the wrong answer. That's what I always thought. I always thought that you're not supposed to hoover it for like two weeks or something so the carpet gets time to stretch and to fit. And so I said to these lads, I said, so, um, how long before I can hoover it then? Was it two, three, two weeks, three weeks? Well, you can do it tonight if you want. I said, what? So you can do, it's a wives' tale, an old wives' tale, an urban myth. You can hoover a new carpet the moment it's put down. <laughs> I, I must be honest, I thought that was true. I don't know why you want to hoover a new carpet, but because it's nice and clean. Yeah, well, I, I, I agree with you. I thought you had to wait a while. Well, I thought, the thing is, you quite often find <clears throat> little bits of, like, the, the, the edges of carpet, or little, just little bits and pieces on it. So you want to just run the hoover around, make it... But you can... Do, uh, and he said, no, it's, it's, an, it's an urban myth that you, you, you can't... Um, they're listening tonight, so I have to be really polite about them. But I don't think they'll be listening tomorrow, so I can say what I want about the lads then, OK? <laughs> Did you have the trouble where they didn't want to move any furniture? No, no, this is John Lewis, right? And you pay them, like, 60 quid or something, 70 quid, and they move all the furniture for you. That's like, a, you tick the box, do you want the furniture moved, 60 quid, yeah? And they move all the furniture. I had to move mine myself. Oh, really? It was, uh, can you move it? Oh, no, mate, can't do that. No! Oh, I'll give you a drink. Oh, no, can't do that. I'll give you an extra big drink. Oh, can't do that. I'll give you a triple drink. All right, yeah, done. There we go, you see. Well, they, they've moved... I, I, I'm assuming they move it all back, because my bed was on its side and everything was all over the place. But they did that. Uh, I had to go and buy some sugar for them. One of them wanted sugar. <laughs> in his tea. Didn't just want... It didn't, wasn't his rider. He just has a bag of sugar. He I wanted sugar. Maybe he had a horse put in the car. <laughs> yeah, maybe. He wanted sugar in his tea, and it's like, oh, God, I'll, I'll go and get some bloody sugar then. <laughs> I think if you're a workman and you're working in someone's house all day, and you want sugar, you want luxuries like sugar, you should bring your own. Yep. I, th I think that's, um... I should think they should bring their own tea, biscuits, everything. Oh, well, I, don't, I don't mind supplying the tea and the milk, but things like sugar and biscuits, they should bring themselves. I've had, I've had workmen in, and I've given them absolutely everything. Sandwiches, biscuits, tea. Sex. And then when they go, I look and I think, I wish I hadn't given it to them. They've done a lousy job. Well, to be honest, these, these lads were doing a superb job. Tony, w was there a point to your call? Um, it was really about the Sky Plus. Uh, right, I sh I'm going to try and have a go at it tomorrow if I get the chance. Lovely. And one other thing... Oh, I Tony, we'll have to get your other thing after this. <laughs> it's LBC's finest travel presenter after Richard Hakia <laughs> and Amanda. I'll tell Karen you said that. I, I was about to say... I was about to uh, say, yeah, Karen. yeah. It's Alan Joyce. Thanks. You're welcome. Uh, the A40 has now fully reopened, heading away from town at the Hoover Building following an accident. Uh... Okay. So, Tony, sorry, there was a, there was an actual point. Uh, no, no, there's something else. You know, you said about dogs with one leg being very endearing. Well, well, with well dogs with with two legs and the little wheels. That's it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you ever saw it. I, I, the other guy was talking about a turtle. I actually saw that on telly. But there was one on telly um, where the dog only had two legs. Two front legs. Yeah. And uh, they had a little trolley for it. I've seen, I've seen that. Did you see it? Where he runs, but he's got no trolley. Oh, he's got no trolley? Yeah, they got him a little trolley, oh. and he didn't like it. Oh. And the dog learned to lift its back, and it does no. it a little handstand. No, it, it did not. Honest to God, I swear to God, it did. He did a little handstand, and he was running across the park to go fetch the ball, and things like that. Incredible. It's that... like a little border collie. I something. want a two-legged dog. <laughs> Wouldn't that be the coolest thing? <laughs> Can you imagine going to the vet? No. Uh, I'd just like two legs taken off. Yeah, could you tell us uh, Dockett's tail and take the two back legs off, please? Thank you. <laughs> Tony, mate, listen, thanks for that. 
And you. Good lad, there we go. 0870 is the phone number. We're, we're, but we're back in action now. Chris is uh, <clears throat> back. But here's an interesting thing. Do you fancy seeing the best films first and for free? Well, you can, with the LBC 97.3 Film Club in association with Cineworld Cinemas. May's film is 28 weeks later. I want to see this. I saw the trailer for it. There were some screenings that we could have gone to, but I couldn't go, as one of them was yesterday. I couldn't go to any of them. Anyway, it's the latest cutting-edge thriller from Danny Boyle and picks up where the smash hit 28 days later left off. Now, it doesn't cost you a penny to join the LBC Film Club and you could be going every month to see the best new movies in town. It says here, before everyone else gets to see them. All you have to do is log on to lbc.co.uk. Join the LBC Listener Club. It's as simple as that. Once you remember, you can click to request your tickets. The LBC 97.3 Film Club in association with Cineworld Cinemas. And don't forget, of course, if you go to lbc.co.uk, you can download the podcasts uh, of the shows. Uh, You can uh, read the blogs. We do need a blog, by the way, for... You can see my page. Uh... And where is your page, Chris, for everyone who wants to go and see it? It's on, on the LBC website. Okay, okay. Have you updated it recently, have you? Yeah. When? Today. Oh, you've updated it twice in the last last eight days? Yeah. Wow, that'd be really worth seeing. But you can also go and see some good stuff on the LBC website, lbc.co.uk. Um, Steve! Good evening, Chris. Good evening, Steve! How are you? I'm all right. Do you know what? I'm all good. right. Well, I was calling for your uh, busker was very, very good. Chuck well, was getting him in. Wasn't he fantastic? Uh, have you ever heard of a busker called uh, Brian Bruno? He used to be in Leicester Square oh. on the north side by the Burger King. Brian, the Burger King is the north side, is it? So the northeast side, something like that. I don't, I, I don't uh, know what the compass directions are. I would have right. thought that the Burger King would have been the east side. Okay, it's probably the east side. I don't know though. Yeah, have you ever heard of Brian Bruno? Brian uh, Bruno, no. I, uh, Irish chap with, uh, like, a ponytail guitar and that. He's a damn good singer and a damn good player of the guitar, and he's very, very good. Okay. Well, I'm think I'm thinking that we might be onto something here. Right. Uh, just going up to street entertainers of different calibres... Right. ...and getting them to come in. What I really want to get is one of those dudes that stands there painted silver and doesn't move. Oh, the, uh, mime artist. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be fantastic, just to have him there with the microphone in front of him? You all right? Not saying anything, yeah. You've been doing this for long? What what qualifies you to paint yourself silver and stand still on a box? Be good conversation. It'll be good, wouldn't it? I think it's I think it's the way forward. We're trying to get Jeremy Kyle. Right. Now wouldn't he be good in your show? Wouldn't he be good? Would you? Wouldn't he be good? And oh, of course, uh, Chris is still trying to get his best friend. Danielle Lloyd to, cu- to come in. You know the, the nudie model? Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. Steve Allen's best friend. Yes. Well, Chris uh, has been claiming that they're friends, because they're friends on the MySpace. And She uh, is my friend, all right? Any luck with getting Danielle Lloyd in, Chris, your friend? Because she's only your friend on MySpace. It's not even her. It is her, and she is my friend, all right? Right. And so, what, what, is she coming in, is she? Yeah. When? Listen, don't promise stuff to me or to the listeners that you can't deliver because I will t- I will go to Ofcom and complain about you. I'm going to tell her that. Yeah, please do, Chris. Why don't you why don't you phone her up tonight and tell her? Um thank you. Sorry, Steve. It's just a little bit right. of friendly bullying. 
One little other thing I was going to say as well. You yes, sir. saying about the uh, dogs with the wheels, yes. I think. Do you ever watch the uh, wildlife programme from the uh, place down at Bristol with Lord Bath, with Kate Humble? No. I've got uh, Wildlife Park. No. Oh, right. They have the tortoise there with three legs. They've got a wheel on the uh, tortoise so it can get really? around. Yes. Oh, well, I'm, I'm surprised that there are so many... W- well, let's see if we can compile a list of wheeled animals. We've got a tortoise and we've got a dog so far. Right. Steve, thank you for that. Thank you. Oh. He's, did he sound scared at the end? Almost as if someone was holding a gun at him. Was it... It was something like that, yeah. Yeah, the hand goes round the mouth. Thank you. You will phone up Ian Lee, but you make any sound to say I am pointing a gun... I don't know what the accent is. It's foreign. You make any sound to say I am pointing a gun at you, I kill your wife. I kill you and your... I kill all your family, you. He's Mexican. He's got Mexican bandits round his house. That's what's going on. He's, he's at gunpoint with Mexican bandits. Oh, well. Tough luck, isn't it? Uh, Alan's in the shower. I'm not in the shower. Not at the moment. Well, you should be. Uh, no, I'm going to have one after. Good lad. Uh, yeah, no, Chuck, he's top bloke. Wasn't, wasn't he a nice fella? He was. It, it's got to become a, like, a little series. What, what, the buskers or Chuck himself? Um, well, I don't know if he'll live up to a, a mini-series of his own. Yeah, I think maybe a different one each each week it, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, if I win the lottery tonight, he yeah. was so good, I'll set up a record company and I'll sign him. I would buy, if Chuck had a, a CD or songs on iTunes, I would buy them. And I I'm, yeah. I would genuinely mean that. I, I've ne- I gave him about eight quid at the weekend over the Saturday and the Sunday. I've never given that much to buskers in my entire life. But I thought oh. he was so good. He was so funny. And what he was doing at the end when he was singing Hello Betty, yeah. he was doing that. He was making all of his songs about the people walking past when I saw him. That was, that was the magic of Chuck. Excellent, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then them dudes painted silver. The boobs painted silver? The dudes. The dudes painted silver, thank yeah. you. I think you're thinking of something else, aren't you? <coughs> anyway, yeah, I think Big V's one of them. He does that on the weekend, doesn't he? Who does? Big V. A Vinny? Yeah. Uh, maybe, well, if Vinny's listening, then maybe he, maybe he does do that. I, I wouldn't I mean, be surprised. He's qualified for it. He, he is, well, yes, he's a, he's a Muppet. And he can stand still and not do much. There we go, exactly. Thank you for that, Alan. Great house. Ah, oh, Andrew. Oh, Andrew! Yeah, I know. You're supposed to be producing the show today. It's I, five to nine. I forgot all about it, mate. What do you mean? You can't forget all about it, producing the show. Oh, no, I'm sorry. So what have you been doing for the last two hours? <laughs> do you really want to know? Yes, I do. Watching football and watchdog. Oh, do you want to know football and the watchdog? I'm sorry, I'm really sorry, mate. Oh. But can I say? Yes. Chris remembered. My producer, yes. Yes, he remembered, yes. Yeah. He, he got the he changed going into the. for Chuck. Well, Donate money. You got the sound, right? You got, he got the sound, yes. And let's just, uh, get the sound here that my current producer recorded. <laughs> Chris, how did, there are, last week we had a lot of emails from, uh, foamers out there who want to know, how exactly did you get this sound of coins dropping into a plastic tub? How did, how did you get that? Because that's, that's amazing. Oh, I got a plastic tub and I threw some coins in. Yeah. Fantastic. He's, he's the new Phil Spector, Andrew. 
Oh, what? Uh, and Andrew, you're fired, because you're rubbish. Oh, I'm sorry, mate. He, yes, he may not be here tomorrow or Friday, but he turned up tonight when I, I, I needed you. You weren't there. He was. Oh, I'm really sorry, mate. Is go- you want to you wanna make it in local radio? You you want to make it on local radio shows that don't get many listeners? You disgust me, Andrew. Disgust me. Never mind, I... <laughs> yeah, never mind. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But, what's it? Um... <laughs> well, that's that rollicking over. Well done. Yeah, yes. yeah I don't take it personally. Okay. Like others. No, exactly. Well, that's... that's he's, he's passed the <laughs> test, actually. Anyway, yeah, Andrew, there was something else. Yeah, Jim was on. Jim from Texas? Yeah. What happened to Jim's psychic sandwich? The psychic... Oh, Jim's psychic sandwich! Yes! Well, don't... No, listen, Andrew! Don't have a go at me for forgetting your rubbish ideas <laughs> when you forgot to come and produce the show! I'm sorry. I'm cutting you off. I'm not having this. All right, mate. Yeah, I'm not having that. Chris, you've got the job for another hour and then two minutes. Helen, what? you've got the job tomorrow and Friday. And Chris, have you got the job Monday? Yeah. Nice one. Okay, you've got the Chris. You've got the job Monday. Wicked. Bank holiday, isn't it? Oh, it'll be quiet. <laughs> it's gonna be quiet. It's gonna be sunny as well. Oh, sunny bank holiday, probably football. People away. We ain't gonna get snooker nothing. final. Is it the snooker yeah. final? Oh, yeah. I watched a bit of snooker today. It's good. There's one young lad on the snooker who's obviously he's virtually bald, but he's got quite sort of thick hair. If that's not too much of a contradiction, he's bald, but you can he's, his hair's quite big, but you can see his bald head through it. And I'm just thinking, do yourself, mate, just shave it, just shave it off because you look stupid. Okay, well that's uh, my snooker. <laughs> I don't think that's his uh, his. Main priority. His main priority is winning snooker matches. Exactly. Yeah. Well, he's not going to do it with a haircut like that. It's caught in the blank. Oh, and there's a brilliant bit where the other guy was, was like, creaming him and stuff, and it went up, it, the camera cut to him, and he was just sat there, and he just went... He had a finger and a thumb up his nose and was picking out a massive bogey. I've just done that now. I really? I can that. only get one finger. Well, the, I, I know, I'm surprised I did it just then, but he had a finger and a thumb right up there, and the camera, the camera wasn't sure, did it stay? You can get two up there. Oh, don't. No. That, no. We'll what? get told off for that now. LBC 97.3. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Good evening. My name is Conrad, and I bet Ian 50 pounds that he drives a Renault. Oh, I do drive a Renault now. Oh, what? Oh, blimey, do you know what? I didn't, I played that not knowing what that was. But that was when I drove a Persian. Do I, do I... Let me, let me just listen to that one more time. Hang on a second. My name is Conrad, and I bet Ian £50 that he drives a Renault. Because that... Right. That was recorded when I drove a Peugeot. But do I retrospectively owe Conrad £50? Because I do drive a Renault now. But it was, wasn't recorded when I drove a Renault. Chris, I'm, I'm looking to you as the adjudicator, the ombudsman. But surely he made that bet when you had a different car? Yes. So, prove it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, we were going to play the pin number game tonight. Just delete it. Quick, yeah, delete I'll, it. I'll delete it. Let's play the pin number. Should we play the pin number game? Yeah. Okay, this is the game, right? Okay, this is the game. Uh, we were going to play it with £100 and then I bottled out of it. If you can guess my pin number on my card, and I'm going to write it down here. Right. I'm going write it down here, okay? This is the pin number game. This is, this is almost genius, but it's not because it's a little bit lazy and I'm not going to do it with £100. Or, oh, mm, Do you know what's tempting? 
Because I just checked my balance on uh, one of my cards, the card I'm thinking of. And it's not anywhere near as much as I thought it was. I'm tempted to give away my entire bank balance. If anyone gets the pin number. Is that, da- is that too dangerous? Can I play? No, because you heard me say what the answer was in the office. No, I didn't say what the answer was. I said what my new pin number was going to be when I changed it. All right, let's do it. I'm going to give away my entire bank balance uh, on the card I'm thinking of. Uh, if you can get, if you can get, it doesn't include like any overdraft features I've got. Any, it's, it's the, the, um, right, I'll tell you what I'm going to give away. <clears throat> Earlier on this evening, I went down to the machine in the canteen to get some money out. I was disappointed. Uh, it, the machine told me how much money I had in my account. I'm not giving you that. But it did tell me as well how much I could withdraw. I'll give that. That's good. That's a good prize. I will give you the amount of money, and you have to take my word on it, and I'm not going to lie to you about this, there's no lie in this, it would be pointless me lying, you just have to take my word on it. Uh, and if I were lying, then this feature w- would be pointless. So you have to trust me, I'm going to write down. Is this a straight to air game? It's, no, 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 it's people can phone up, because they can phone up for other stuff as well, but they can phone up for that, right. So, you can have... Uh, on the card, on the, well, there's two cards, but it's the one I'm thinking of that's got less in, because the other one, you can't have that. One card, one bank card, if you can guess the PIN number, and I've written it down here, then you can win the amount of money I can take out on that card today. Okay? It's probably not as much as you're thinking it is, but it's a few quid. It's a few quid. If you can guess my PIN number, 0870-90-90-973, we're calling it... The pin number game. Doo-doo-loo. Did you, did you not record Nigel to record a jingle? No, because you just came up with the game tonight. Yes, Helen. You, Helen's got a hand up. Yes. If somebody guesses one digit, can will you say correct? No, you can keep it. Oh. No, no, I won't. Because then they'll get it really easily. Or will they? Or won't they? It, not for the first half an hour. Maybe after half past nine, we'll introduce that rule. This is going to be real fun and a real disappointment. Tam. Hi, Ian. Hi there, Tam. You didn't call in, I'm afraid, for the uh, pin number gain, so you can't play. Oh, let me have a go. Well, well, no. Chris, hang on a second. Just sort of saying, is it technically classed as gambling? It's not gambling, is it? Because we could get in serious trouble if it's gambling. No, it's guessing. Really? It's guessing. It's like and we, we ran it past Crazy Bob, didn't we? And he didn't say, don't do it because it's gambling. Why don't he you he just me? laughed at you. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yes, Tam. Um, my friend, right? <laughs> Not me, my friend. Um... Oh, yeah, I'll tell you what I'll do. Okay, I've got the rules now. Yeah. If, say you guessed, like, a four-digit number... Okay. ...and the second digit was right, I would say to you, you've got one of the numbers right, but I wouldn't say which one. Okay. Okay, we should have had this, this chat off air, but it's, we're getting there. Like Mystery Londoners. 86 pounds, It's like pounds. Mystery Londoners. You're not guessing the amount of money. It's not that much, anyway. Right, Sam, was there a point to your call? Yeah, um, I realised that these personal ads, right, you ring in, uh, replying to the personal ad, and where they make their money from is, basically, they charge you a, a, a quid, a, a quid a minute. What, who, who's yeah. this? Pardon? Who, what, I wasn't listening, so I was really, I got an uh, email uh, here. Uh, Hang on, Sam, listen, listen to this email. Chris, you might need to listen to this. Yeah, Ian, just in case you didn't know, at the end of when you filled in for Clive last night, I did the first half hour of Clive's show last night. He you're very f- good, you're very good. He owes me 15 minutes. 
you somehow put me through to LBC News 11.52, and I could speak over it. Sweet. Was there any... Okay, was there anybody... I don't know how that's possible. <laughs> was there anybody listening to 11.52 last night, between 10 and 10.30, and heard the anxious man talking over it? 0870-90-90-973. Tab, will you get to the point? Basically, they make the money because you, you leave a message... Who do? Sorry, when, when people reply to personals in newspapers... Right. You leave a message, but then you never... You never, um, feel happy enough with it, so you re-record, and you re-record, and you re-record, you... until you end up, you know, racking up about 50 quid's worth of whatever it is. Well, don't reply to them, we'll get it right no. first time. So my friend did it, and... Your friend? So he had to do it about ten times. Your friend did it, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, can you stop m- making fun of old ladies? Can I stop what? Making fun of old ladies. I've not been making fun of old ladies. You have, I mean, it's... it's it makes good radio, but it's not fair on them. Which old ladies have I been making fun of? Uh, well, you, you made fun of one earlier in the show at the beginning. Oh, that was pa- that was pa- weird. Paradigm. You were just whipping her apart. Well, but she was bonkers, and then she swore. She's an elderly lady. You do not treat elderly ladies oh, like that. Okay, Tom. I will. I will not bully elderly ladies anymore. Good. Good evening. Martin's in the buzzard. Hello. Hello, Martin. How are you? I'm fine, how are you? I was, I was trying a new voice, I think I quite like it. I, I, do you mind if I speak to you in this new voice, but don't take it personally? That's all right. Hello, Martin. All right, you're doing well. Are you all right? How'd you like working an extra 15 minutes last night? I did an extra 30, I did an extra 30 minutes. Did you? Clive blows me 15 minutes of my life. Oh, it's it? It was good, but I, do you know what, I was really nervous. Were you? Partly because I was I was driving the studio, and normally when I do that, I have Chris with me to kind of hold my hand because I don't really know what I'm doing, and he wasn't there, and I muffed it up a bit and fired off the news bed too early, uh, and also because because it was Clive's show, and I didn't want to muff it up, and I did a little bit because I made it really boring. Mm. There were really boring callers. People, first guy phoned up. What what was your favourite toy when you were a kid? Second caller, what's your favourite chocolate? What? No, I don't do that. Clive doesn't do that. But somehow, when I'm filling in for Clive, that's what—that's the output that is generated. What was your favourite toy as a kid? Well, it, 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 it don't stop it. Hey, Martin, oh. what can I do for you today? Hey, listen, I've been taking the um. I, I, I don't drive into work anymore from the buzzard. No, okay. I take the train in. Yes. Because right, I've got a place to park in London yeah, now. Yeah. And twice in a week, yeah. I have seen John Gaunt at Euston Station. Oh, really? Now, Gaunty, 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 Gaunt, yes. Gaunty, Gaunty, Gaunt, 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 And I've been tempted to go up to him and just basically tell him, you know, what a crap broadcaster he is. Well, now, listen, Martin, can I just say, I've had people come up to me and say that. Uh, yeah, but it, it, he is crap. Well, he, he is, but I have had people come up to me and say, do you know what, you are rubbish. Uh, and it's not, do you know what, it's not very nice. I had a lovely lady today, I came out of the gym and I couldn't speak because I was really, I was knackered after being in the gym. More knackered than I've ever been. And this lovely lady, a, a taxi driver, she said, Ian, I love your show, I think it's brilliant. And I went, oh, thanks, uh, yeah, nice one. I couldn't speak. And she probably thought I was being all arrogant and rude, but I couldn't string a sentence together. Oh. But, the, the, no, you can't... Now, you can go to Gaunty and tell him that he fears Ian Lee. Well, that's what I was thinking of. I was thinking of something that you could possibly... Because it's twice in a week that I've, 
I've bumped into him. Wow. Metaphorically speaking. Yes. But, but I haven't had the bottle to talk to him, but I think that's the right sentence to give him. Well, but then saying that, that probably might look like bad... I tell you what, just leave it. He'd probably write about it in his column. He, now, he, the yobs are getting out of control. The yobs, the hoodies are getting out... I would, I would just leave him alone. Oh, but I want to get written up in his column. Well, you phone up his radio show and talk a load of old guff about immigrants. Yeah, but you can't, though, because he cuts you off. He doesn't let you on for very long, does he? He doesn't, no. Disappointed. Well, Martin, I, 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 I seriously, it's, it's probably best just to leave him alone. All right, well, I'll do the theory and the stuff, then. Okay, well, do it, but do it from a distance. Okay, but do you want me to tape it? Oh, I can't get involved. I can't get involved in bullying an old man. No, leave him. It's best, uh, you know. I've had people come up to me and say weird stuff to me in the street. It's it's a little bit freaky. Tony! Hi, Ian. Hello, Tony. I'm driving on the M4. Good lad. About the traffic. Yes. Now, what are we going to do about the traffic in London, Ian? What? What are we going to do about the traffic in London? It's absolutely impossible. Well, what, what, do you, I, what do you want me to do? No, I don't mean do an eye. I mean the public. Well, what Do what? Well, we had a, a group come over. I, I work for a charity that uh, actually provides cars, believe it or not. Uh-huh. And um, uh-huh. we had a group come over from Japan. Yeah. They can't believe that we provide 150,000 cars a year to disabled people. They say, why don't you get your transport system sorted out and integrated so everybody can use the transport system, whether they're disabled, yeah. old, young, or whatever. But, yeah. Why do you provide personal transport and just clutter up the roads? But the, but the thing is, the underground is, uh, I mean, it's disgusting that uh, you can't get a wheelchair on the underground, but you can't, and it's, what, 100, no, it's ye- 100 no. years old or something, is it? It's, it's you know, they're not going to be able yeah. to adapt it. Ian, you can't even get, uh, um, on some stations, uh, I've heard stories from people in wheelchairs who've uh, had to go all the way to London and come out again, because there was only a lift on one side of the platform. Uh, yeah, I can, I can believe that. You know, you, you look at the tube map and there's like three lo- three stops on the central line, I think, that yeah. they've got wheelchair access. Uh, and it's terrible, but I, I, don't, I don't know what to suggest, really, because um, they're, they're really old stations and it's almost impossible yeah. to adapt them. Uh, and the cost of replacing is obviously yeah. astronomical, but... Uh, yeah. I, do you know, yeah. I, I do not understand... Uh, how people, uh, and I don't mean this in a patronising way, because I've got family that are in wheelchairs, I do not understand how a person uh, in a wheelchair gets around London uh, on their own. I, 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 yeah. do, I cannot work out the logistics of it. Well, the charity I work for, because we deal with it, all our customers are disabled, they make you spend a day in a wheelchair the first day you're there. What, they, bu- um, they bully you? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, it's part of, part of disability confidence, they call it. Yes, I... And you spend a day in a wheelchair, and yes. I tell you what, it opens your eyes to what it's like. It, it does. As someone, as someone who pushes a wheelchair, I, I, I kind of know. Tony, listen, I have to go, but good luck, mate. OK, thank you. Cheers, fella. There we go. Travel news now. Here's Alan Joyce. And you mentioned the uh, central line there. There are delays now on the central line because... <laughs> okay, okay. So, we're playing... What What's it called? Has it got a catchy name or anything? Guess your pin, Guess, guess my pin, innit? Now, you, if you guess the four-digit PIN number of the card, right, and if you get, say you got, like, the third digit right, I would say you have one of them right, but I wouldn't say which one it was, like Mystery Londoners. We stole that from that. Right. And if you get it right, uh, I will give you the amount of money that is available to me to withdraw, which is different from the amount that's in there. The machine told me this amount was available to withdraw, and you, we will send you that. Uh, but for anyone thinking of mugging me, I will change my PIN number this evening, if someone gets it right. So, d- if you see me, like, walking about tonight or tomorrow, don't kill me, because it'll be a different pin number. So, okay. And all these people want to play, do they, Chris? 
Hope so. Okay, well, let's, um, <clears throat> let's go to line one. You're through to, what's my pin number, isn't it? Hello, Charlotte. Hello. Yes, you. Yes, you, Charlotte. Yes, yeah, Charlotte. Hello. How, hi there. How are you? I'm good. Good, good. I'm going to guess it right, and then you're going to have to give me all your money. Well, it's only, it's all the money that's available to take out on this one card. I bet you're absolutely minted. Well, do you know what? I, I thought I was until I looked at the card today, and I went, "What? <laughs> uh, that can't be right." I guess I think my mortgage has just gone out from that account. That's why. Ooh, so it's um, not good. Not good. No. Right. I think yes. it's two six eight nine. Oh, how did someone get it right on the first go? You didn't. <laughs> You've got one of the numbers right, though. Did I? You got one of the numbers right. Well, I have a tenner for that. You kind of get out of it. To be honest, the amount you win ain't going to be much more than a tenner. Seriously. But well, well done, you got one right. Yes, Richard. Hello. Hello, Richard. Uh, I got the proper travel and everything, man. You got a what? I got the proper travel. From oh, because you're from a region. Yeah. What What do you I, normally get at quarter past nine? Um, James O'Brien making a idiot of himself with some Norwegian guy. Oh, what? Would it be great? You know, he James. The rules, apparently. You know, James um, record does those bits live. He's sitting in another <laughs> studio somewhere in this building, and every time there's a regional uh, opt out, he does a little live trail. Oh right. Yeah. What, what did you think of Alan he Joyce? Got much else to do. What did you it's think of Alan Joyce? He's like, brilliant. He's got like a Kraftwerk thing going on in the background. It, it, oh, the, the Alan Joyce, it's, it is like Kraftwerk. Hang on, I've got the music here. Where is it? It's, um, how do you spell travel? Uh, it's, uh, this. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. I tell you Richard, because you, you don't get to hear this music, we'll play it whilst you, we take, uh, your suggestions for what is my That's pin nice number. What's your answer? Is it Ghostbusters 2? That's the incorrect answer, Richard, but, but good effort. Well done. We can stop that. Oh, no, we'll have this going, because it's quite dramatic. Alex. Oh, uh, yeah. There's uh, about this pin number game. Oh, yeah, the pin number game. Which yeah. is a good idea, isn't it? Yeah, well, um, yeah, but technically it's gambling. Well, it, uh, oh. it, it is, because it's a premium rate not line. What? It's not a premium rate line. It is. Well, it's, no, it's 0870, but it, we... It's 0870, it's a premium rate. It's You're not pre- screwed, mate. But we phone you back. That doesn't matter. But you know, but what? It don't matter, mate. You're screwed. You're gonna get Jon Snow on your back. Oh God, not again. Well, do you want to play the game? Oh uh, yeah. Okay, I'm afraid you can't because it's a premium rate number. It isn't premium rate, idiot. Yeah. Oh, the music just stops. <laughs> yes, David. Hello. Hello, David. Hello. Ian. You're through to uh, guess Ian Lee's pin number. Okay. Well, I think I've got it in the bag. I think it's nine oh nine oh. Is it? Um, You've got to give it me. And I know your limit's going to be about £250, isn't it? Well, it's it's not. Shall I, shall I tell you how much we're playing for? £250. It's 15 quid. No. It's 15 quid. Well, that's all you can draw out? That's all card. I can draw out on one of these cards, yeah. The card one that I'm referring cards. to. Well, is that not like your... I thought you said it was your, your personal sort of card card. It's my personal card card, but all I can take out is 15 quid. <sighs> that's what the machine told me today. Well, I think that's the number. Are you going to be honest and tell me I'm right? I'm going to be honest and say you got one of the numbers right. Which is the nine. (laughs) Oh, dear. This is uh, actually really, really lazy radio. And I think I kind of like it. By the way, you can call in about other stuff. Just because we're playing um, this, uh, I I don't want the next 40 minutes to just be people saying four numbers because... 
you know, it, even in my crazier, surreal days, that would be a little bit wearing. So, do call in about other stuff. Including, did you know that you can hoover a carpet when it's just been laid? How messed up is that? Who the hell started the myth that you couldn't... Did, did you know, Craig, that you can hoover a carpet when it's just been fitted? Well, I didn't when I had mine fitted. Well, you can do. It turns out as well, uh, my uh, carpet fitters were saying, I have uh, a bonus step in my flat that isn't supposed to be there. Right. Do you get that for free, then, if it's a bonus? Do you what? Do you get it for free? Well, no, it, uh, it was there. And if I'd have known it, they said, well, this step has just been put in there. It shouldn't be here. And there's a little raised bit that shouldn't be there. How do they know that? Because they, they lifted up the floor and they could see where it had just been stuck in there. Disappointing. Disappointing to find that. Anyway, Craig. Well, yeah, well, you confused me now because it's, it's kind of, well, how can you put a step? If, if it's level flooring. No, no, right. What it is. If you come up the stairs in the flat, okay, right. then there's like a little sort of, um, there's like a big step, and then you go up the big step and you're on the, f- you're on the floor, right? Yeah. But so you can go up the big step in front of you and then you're on the floor and that takes you to the spare room. Or you can go up the step on the right and then turn around and that takes you to two more steps, which then takes you to the living room. Right. But when you turn right, that first step shouldn't be there. That should be the same level as the bit below the step. Am I explaining that well? But, but, but uh, how can you have a... Does that mean you step up and step back down again, then? No. It just means that instead of going up one big step... Oh, right. You've sort of got up two little steps. Oh, OK. I'm with you. Is that, you. You've got that now, have you? Yeah, I've got, I'm with you. Fantastic. Totally with you. Fantastic. Right. Now, I, I was, was going to say that, first of all, I think you're a little bit of a tightwad, because... A, a tightwad, OK. What, well, well, because what? we're playing for 15 quid. Yes. Now, and, and you can't say what number is right. That's correct. Well, people will get okay. it easily. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, well, there's, there's over 100,000 combinations. Right. And, and even if you were to say the first number's right, third number's right, you haven't got enough time for anyone to, to get in the game. It's like Mastermind, isn't it? Oh, well, Mastermind tells you what's right and wrong. And well, what. Well, Mastermind the game with the, the, the bearded man and the oriental lady, not yeah. Magnus Magnusson's. Yeah. No, that's a little chick and the, the, the very scary kung fu man, yeah. No, he wasn't a kung fu man. He was, um, uh... Um, I think the phrase is... No, he wasn't, was he? You're right. He was like, he looked like he was Russian. He had this beard and a suit. That's right. And she was stood behind him, looking just absolutely gorgeous. But, I mean, how long does that take, that, that game take? And, and that's just like four different colours on each number. You're, you're yeah. talking of ten different numbers on each one. Right. So what what you're saying is you don't want to play? No, no, I'd like to play, please. Oh, oh! Yeah, oh! Yeah, yeah, oh! No, no, I'm a tightwad because it's only 15 quid of my money, and I'm a tightwad because I won't tell you which numbers you got right, but you'd like to play. Yeah, go on. Mate. All right then, Craig, what's your answer? Okay. Well, I don't know whether to go to 1379 or 1357. Would it matter? I need to look what I've written, what my answer is. What, 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 was, what was the first one? 1379. Right, and what was the second one? 1357. Go for the second one. Right, one, three, five, seven. <laughs> Come on. Come on, I need it. I'm hungry. Come on, don't do that. Don't do the sex factor thing, but it's like the next one out is in the pools. Tell me. Come on. I've never won anything in my life, Ian. Does that help? Come on. Give me a drum roll. I've got it, haven't I? 
I've got 15 quid. I've got 15 quid, haven't I? I've done it. I've done it. I've done it. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on, I'm gonna ring, hang on. I'm ringing my bell, my bike. Cause I've got it. Ian. Hey? Ian? Come on. Put, put me through a Chris, right? And I'll, I'll give me a dress. And then I can, I can get the stick for the post. Cash it in. I can blow it on the post of chips. Ian. Ian. Ian, am, am I still here? I'm being cut off. Ian. Hang on. Hang on, I'm going to the radio. No, I'm, I'm, I'm still on, I'm still online. So I can hear me. So have I got the money? Ian! Ian! I've got the money. Ian! Your prize is a sex change. A what? Oh my god, my wife's not gonna be pleased. Kick it. Have the money instead. That's like a few grand worth, isn't it? Sex change. Have the money instead. Do I need that? I don't know more kids, but I need it. Ian? God, I hate this when you do this to me. You would never done this to me before. You do it on the table, but... I hate the silence. Can you hear me? I'm in a tomb. Our first property completes this year. Okay, so we're playing Guess My Pin Number. If you guess the pin number, you win the £15 I'm able to take out of that account. It's a bit tight, but it's better than nothing. We've had two of the numbers have been said... We've had two correct numbers in correct places so far, but I'm not saying what they are. Maybe after quarter two I will start doing that. But you can... By the way, you you can call in about other stuff. Uh, don't, Don't just call in just to say numbers. Uh, especially don't call in to say I'm really tight and it's a rubbish competition but can I have a go please you know that's a little bit um... I'm off to the dentist tomorrow just for a check up I'll go to the dentist I'm not uh... Uh, I've stopped going to the you know I've I've been to the um, the hygienist twice what's the difference well one's a dentist one's a hygienist one looks at your teeth and says, yeah, they're all right, and one scrapes underneath the gums and makes your mouth bleed. I've so- I, I, I'm supposed to go and see the hygienist again, but I'm not going to go and do that ever again. It's the most miserable experience I've ever had in my life. It's just hideous. I don't know I'm sharing this with you, I feel. A need to, um... Get off my chest. <coughs> Beg your pardon. <laughs> Sorry. He's blowing off. My lips. Uh, Aaron! Hello. Hello, Aaron. Hiya. Um, I'm doing the competition. You want to do the... Is there any way you could sound less muffled? Uh, is it better? It's a little bit better. What, is, is your phone made of cardboard? Oh! No, I think it... it Wouldn't that be sweet? A cardboard phone! Oh, and why isn't it possible? Of course it's possible! The, uh, the stuff... Wouldn't it break easily? Yeah, tough. You, you get a new one. They're only a fiver. What the, it's, it's made of cardboard. It's not going to be any more than a fiver. It's a cardboard phone. 
won't it have no cameras or anything inside it? My phone hasn't got no cameras or anything inside it. Hasn't it? It hasn't, actually, no. Mm. Uh, but it would be a cardboard phone... Yeah. The, obviously, the insides would be, like, te- full of technology. Yeah. But the outer side would be cardboard. Then you could recycle it, which is very popular at the moment. Aaron, you cannot tell me that is not a genius idea. Yeah, it's not a genius idea. Okay, well, you, t- you told me that. Okay. Anyway, uh, w- what's your guess? Um, 2159. You're saying 2159. One of those numbers is correct. For after quarter two, I'll start revealing which numbers are correct. But okay. one of those numbers is correct and in, in, in the correct place. Can you call in again? Uh, you can, yeah, if you want. Okay, thanks. You won't get on. Why not? Why not? Well, you, if we run out of calls, you'll get on. If, All right. Okay, London, if we hear Aaron again, it means we've run out of calls, okay? Okay. okay. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks. Bye. We'll speak to you in a minute. Uh, Janet's in the West Molsey. Hi. Hi, Janet. I've forgotten what I was going to say now. I've been waiting too long. <laughs> oh, you have, fair play. You've been waiting 13 I was minutes. I say to you about the hygienists, don't talk about hygienists because they give you toothache so I, you go back again. They're, they're horrible. And the thing is, I'm, I, I went once because every time I brushed my teeth, my gums would bleed. And the dentist said, I'll go to the hygienist. She'll give him a little scrub. It'll be fine. But yeah, she, and then half the, half the innards fall out when she does that. She scraped, she pulled, had this little slight scrapey thing. Oh, she put it between my gum and my teeth and just kept scraping and there was gunk and blood came out. And she had a gut at me. She said, right, you need to floss every single day, brush your teeth like this, come back in three months. <laughs> so I went back in three months, having flossed once a, once a fortnight, generally, and I thought, this is going to be great. She's going to be really proud of me. I'm going to get on like a house on fire. She actually had a go at me. She said, you've not done anything. How, how often do you, do you floss every day? I said, no, I floss like maybe once a fortnight. It's not good enough. You should do it every day. I, I thought, and I'm supposed to go back again now. I've said the little reminder, but I'm not going. I'm not. I'm not going to go and get told off by a lady. No, don't blame you. Who's a, a hygienist? Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, I've now got um, a co-partner because she says if I win the money, I've got to buy her some sweets, which is my granddaughter. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, this is interesting. But is, is she taking part in the guessing? No, she's not. Well, then tell her to get knotted. Tell her to get knotted, then. She said get knotted. Don't actually tell it to her. What kind of grandmother are you? How old is she? (laughs) Eight. Oh, (laughs) Nanny Janet, you told an eight-year-old to get knotted? No, I didn't. I told you you said it. (laughs) Oh, well, we'll see see what social services uh, make of that. Right, Okay. Nanny Janet. (laughs) Well, what's your guess, Nanny Janet? My guess is seven two three nine. Uh that is the c- incorrect answer. I uh, knew it was. Y- you got you got two of the numbers, but you got them in the wrong place. Right. Yeah. Good good effort though. Good effort, yeah. Yeah, well, it's rubbish actually. It... Aaron. Hello. Oh, you came back quicker than I thought you would. Um, no, Chris can't find me back later. Yeah, well, I guess I guess we haven't got many calls then. Well, that's that's disappointing. <laughs> Okay, uh, is it seven nine five six? Seven nine five six. six. You've got none of the numbers correct. Okay, no. Okay. I thought. Okay, yeah. Bye then. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Oh, blimey. Uh, if you want to take part in the game, that's really grabbed the, the nation uh, by the gohones. Uh, then oh eight seven oh nine. It's been a weird show today.
Really weird show. Started off with a woman who's new to the show for, by a couple of weeks, who, you know, has flirted with me, offered to spank me, all of that kind of stuff, uh, getting really upset and swearing at me. Then a woman phoning in to complain about something I did on Sunday, but displaying, although in a different way, similar traits to the woman I had a row with on the Sunday. Then we had a lovely busker called Chuck, and now I'm, I'm g- asking you to guess my PIN number. Weird show. Weird show. Anyway, 870 uh, Lynn! Oh, hello, long last. Oh, I do apologise then. You've waited a whole four minutes, 55 seconds. No, I rang before and waited. Well, okay, but you, okay, well, you've waited five minutes this time. Okay, that's good. Pity poor Alan, who's waited 28 minutes. Has he? Alan's waited 28 minutes, haven't you, Alan? Oh, uh, that is slack, yes. Yes, and he's going to wait a few more minutes. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to say that I think you're wonderful and um, that we really enjoy the show. Thank you. And um, when you fell out with that lady yesterday evening, my son was in hysterics. He's only 13 and he ran to tell me. Really? What did, what did I do yesterday? Did I have a row with someone yesterday? Oh, I did, didn't I? You did, didn't you? Yes. Anyway, um, Steve rang earlier about the busker. Yeah. Brian Bruno. Um, I saw him about three years ago and in Trafalgar Square, and he's absolutely fantastic. But is this some kind of Brian Bruno fan club going no. on? No. <laughs> what, what, what does he do? He sings. He busks in Leicester. Well, he was in Leicester Square. I don't know where he plays now. Okay. Have you ever busked, Lynn? Pardon? Have you ever... I'm sorry, I'm putting some Carmex on my lips. My lips are very dry. Have you ever busked? No, I haven't. It's terrifying. It is terrifying. I did it when I was a student. And really? It was, well, it was horrible. I hated it. But I did it. They played. No, it was rubbish. But I got, you know, I would go if I needed, like, a haircut or something. I'd go, get enough money for a haircut and a pint, mm-hmm. and then go off and have a boozy haircut. So you'd make, like, ten quid in, like, a couple of hours, which, when you got... When your skin is, uh... That's right, it was £10 for his CD. It's te- £10 for LSD? For his CD. For Mujahadi. Paradise, Living in Paradise. So get him on your show anyway. Who, Phil Collins? Are you quoting Phil Collins? No, Brian it- Bruno. Oh, well, it's £10 for his CD? Yeah. Oh, Brian Bruno's CD? Well, it was then, yeah. Oh, OK, right, fine. OK. Lovely. Well, uh, thank you, Lynn. OK. Uh, bye. Got, got confusing there. I don't quite know what was, um... Ah, Alan's in the clay hall. Hello, Ian. Hello, Alan. No longer in the clay hall. Oh, uh, you've been on the line for 31 minutes. I know. I'm, I'm so in, I'm sorry. On, I'm on the M25 now. It's Chris's fault. You know that, don't That's you? That's right. No problem. You're okay. paying the bill. Yeah, well, it's true. We are. I would love to know what LBC's phone bill is. I would love to see that phone bill, because, uh, you, you know, you know, uh, you, uh, every, every quarter, right, the phone bill, phone bill comes... And I think, oh, this will be this will be nice actually because I've I've been a bit quiet on the phone. I've not really used it very much. But what the bloody hell is that? And it's like you, you're sitting there going through it, going, oh no, yeah, I did, my, yeah, I did find that. Yeah, that was me. I bet David Lloyd gets that. But like, I think t- they've just got a package that they've spent so much and yeah. they get unlimited. I, d- I doubt it. Unlimited. I bet David Lloyd every quarter goes, oh, I b- let's have a look at this. I bet, it, but it's uh, nice. What the bl- what what? And he sits going through it, and he's going, what? That, with the phone up? Oh, oh, dear. Anyway, yes, Alan. Anyway, you pin, and I could do some travel if you want. Oh, you, you want to do some travel? Yes. Hang on a minute. Let me, let me um, get the music dun, up. Dun, dun. Well, hang on, I can do it for real. I've got this. Oh, hang on, I've muffed it up. Hang on, hang on. 
It's time now to get the latest LBC 97.3 travel news from Alan. Not in Clayhall anymore, he's on the M25. Hello, good evening. Junction 2 at Brentford, stationary traffic 2.5 miles. Thornton Heath, stationary traffic for 2 miles. Felton, slow, ma- slow traffic for 2.5 miles. Junction 4, interchange, slow traffic for 2 miles. Rotherwell, uh, don't know where that is. Roswell. Q in traffic for 6.5 Hang on, where are you getting, where, where, Alan, where are you getting hang, this, in, where are you getting this information from? Hang uh, on a minute. What's that now? Oh, hang on. Well, Alan. What's going on here? Well, uh, Who's using my music? It, well, uh, Alan is using your music, Alan. <laughs> yeah, I notice. It's not just anyone called Alan is allowed to use that music. Well, sorry, steady on. Let's not fall out, lads. Okay, sorry. Alan, where are you getting your information from? Uh, my fat Sorry, I meant, I meant Alan. Um, <laughs> no, no, Alan, I meant Alan. Alan, where are you getting your information from? I'm getting my information from loads of places, not oh. just one. I've got about a hundred, literally. Okay. Well, and a- maybe not. Alan, where are you getting your information uh, from? My sat-nav. Your sat-nav is giving you information? That's correct, yeah. How does that work? Uh, it works on, um, well, it, it listens to, uh, traffic updates. Uh, via radio frequency. Yeah, the police right. station. What? What? Uh, or TMC. Travel centre. So- oh, you haven't got more, have you? What? What happened on the M4 at Junction 2 for Brentwood? What's it saying for that one? Charlie Brown's roundabout. Uh, doesn't say anything about Charlie Brown's roundabout. No, from 27 no, to 28. Don't listen to that bit. Listen to me, the real Alan Joyce. Charlie Brown's roundabout. No, sh- stop it. M4, Junction 2. Uh, from Brentford. 27 to 28. <laughs> Alan, you're not making sense, mate. You're rambling. Oh, okay. I was speaking to the other Alan. Oh. Right, right. Um, yeah. go for your pin now. Sorry? Go for your pin. Right, Alan, we'll come back to you in a minute. No problem. I no, 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 I'm t- I was talking what? to the other... <laughs> I was genuinely talking to the other Alan then. Yeah. Right, so, Alan... Yes? No, shut it. Alan. Hello? I'll come back to you in a minute. All right, then. Good lad. Well, go away. Alan? Hello? Yeah, go away. I'll go away. Yeah. All right, I'll go away then. Charlie Brown's roundabout. Is that Alan Joyce? (laughs) (laughs) Right. uh, Is that Alan Joyce? I love it. I absolutely love it. Who is it? Joyce. 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 Who is this? I'm Alan Joyce. I'm Alan Joyce. Who is this? I'm Alan Joyce. Who is this? I'm Alan Joyce. Is that Alan Joyce? I'm Alan Joyce. Is that Alan Joyce? Joyce. Uh, this is Ian Lee. Near the police station. Who is this? And there's also a big closure. Is that Alan Joyce? Long delay. Uh, but the are we trains live? are running okay. Is that Alan Joyce? Okay. I'm Alan Who Joyce. Is this? Because of a crash uh, there. This is Ian Lee. Because of an incident. The is ball is in his court. Long delay. Uh, this is Ian Lee. Twenty-eight. Well in. Is that Alan Joyce? Near the police station. Uh, are we live? Near the police station. Junction three. Alan Joyce. Joyce. How many clips have you got of me now? Enough. Right, Alan. Yeah. The other one. We'll come Hello? back to you in a second because I've got to go to the other Alan now. Okay. Lovely. Right, it's, uh, it's one of the Allens doing something now. Okay, um, I'm going to start with the M4. The other Allen said something about that. Oh, good evening. <laughs> right, okay. Yes, Alan. Hello, good evening. Yes, good evening. Uh, did, uh, did you uh, get my email about the uh, the 118 crew doing the um, impression of the Volvo advert? No. Oh. Do I send it to you again, yes or no? Yes, please. Okay, right. Um, I'd like to guess your pin, please. Okay, away you go. Um, three seven nine, which is the year of your uh, birth, and your number one. Three. We'll say it again. Three seven. Yep. Nine one, and it and that happens to be 
ninety-seven point three as well. Oh, I, oh, that's clever. Ooh. But, but me, you've got one of the numbers, but it's in the wrong place. Oh, so it's not in that even order. Well, no, and only one of those numbers is similar to the number I have in my PIN number. Yeah, I only got one. You only got one and it was in the wrong place. So, 3791 could also be 3971. Yeah, it could be, but still... So, we've got four choices now. No, no, only, what? only one of those numbers is right. Oh, Right. I don't know if you've got enough callers to last you to ten o'clock. I don't think we have. Which is the genius of it. Now, uh, Anthony is emailed in saying, Ian, it's Anthony from the Hoddesdon. The Ask Anthony email has been really busy. I have had loads of emails, four different questions, and it's going okay. So I'll call you up tomorrow at the normal time. If you want to ask Anthony a question, who's a regular caller to the show, I'm a big fan of Anthony's, his email address is ask underscore... Anthony, A-N-T-O-N-Y, at hotmail.co.uk. Ask underscore Anthony at hotmail.co.uk. And he's going to phone up tomorrow and tell us what the best question to be. John's in the Croydon. Hello. Um, I think you're very generous, actually, because I was expecting you to say that the maximum uh, money from the ship machine was uh, £10. From the what? The maximum amount of money from the ship machine. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it was only £10. So if it's actually £15, then you're very generous in giving away such a vast uh, amount of money. Thank you. Well, that's good. The first person not to say that I'm being tight and miserable. I've been to the dentist three times in the last 16 years, and I've never flossed, and I've never been told off for not flossing, so I think your dentist is just being sadistic. Well, the dentist is nice, because you go in, the dentist goes, yep, 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 that's fine, come see you in six months. It's the hygienist who's a sadist. Yes. Well, it, I, I suppose the dentist must be sadist in uh, sending you to the um, hygienist in the first place. Well, yeah. Well, only because I said to him, um, yeah, only because I said to him, my, my gums are bleeding. And he said, oh, you then go to the hygienist. So it was my fault for complaining that I had bleeding gums. Um, yeah, yeah, maybe maybe the hygienist is deliberately scraping them really hard to make them bleed, yeah. just to be nasty. Could, you could, could be right. Why, and, and also, why does Owl never shut up and let Joyce have a, have a word in Edgeways? <laughs> yes, uh, Al and Joyce, yes. Uh, I don't know, Al has got a b- big gob, hasn't he? Yeah. John, John, would you like to guess my pin number? Um, I think it might be your birthday, which is 9673. Okay, you've got, uh, the three is correct and is in the correct place. Ooh. Oh, indeed. So there we go. It, oh, it ends in three. It's Aaron. Hello. Back, back again, are you? Good lad. Yeah. Okay. Okay. A little bit, a little bit quiet. The novelty has worn off of guessing my pin number, so that's why we've got you back. But that's that's fine. Okay. Um, okay. Two, two seven seven three. Right. Again. You, enough with the cardboard phone, Aaron. Put your mouth near the mouthpiece. It is near the mouthpiece. Then why, why does it sound rubbish? It's probably the phone. It's old. OK, well, that's a little bit better. Is it a mobile phone or a landline? Mobile. OK, well, then that explains it. Go on, then. What, what are you saying? Um, two, seven, seven, three. Two, seven. seven. Let me write this down. What, so you're saying two? Seven, seven. Seven, seven, three. three. OK. Here's, here's a thing. You've got, you know the three is in the right place, don't you? Yeah. 
the two is in the right place as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's wrong, then. It's, it's the wrong answer, but you've got two of the numbers right in the right place. Okay. That, I'll, I'll probably speak to you again in a minute, will I? Yeah. Yeah. What, <laughs> what is going on with him? Uh, someone sent me an email about a two-legged dog. Oh, it's a video. I don't know. I don't really want to watch that. Ange. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. Good evening. Good evening. Clyde Boy's on at ten tonight, just I to know. say. He's on at ten. Cause he, I feel I did the first half hour of his show yesterday. Yeah, it was pretty good. It got me confused. It got me confused. I, I think I muffed it up, to be honest. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't... I, I fired off the bed, uh, the news bed too early. Uh, I, we ended up talking about really boring, old-fashioned topics. Yeah, you're new to a ten p.m. slot. Well, I, I am, uh, uh, but you're, I... You're forgiven. I feel I let him down. You know, Clive and his listeners expect more than, than what's well, your favourite... better than James O'Brien would. Wouldn't it? Do you know what? Well, here's something I'm going to suggest to the bosses to do for, I don't know, charity or self-indulgence. Everyone does everyone else's slots. Wouldn't that be good? Ooh. Wouldn't that be good? So, I you swap... I want to get confused who's listening. Doesn't matter. So, <laughs> James O'Brien can do, uh can do this one. Okay, James can do this one. Uh, Nick Ferrari can do Clive's slot. No, he should do Steve Allen's. Well, what, what do you say? Oh, no, I t- who should do Steve? Paul Ross should do Steve Allen's. Oh. I'll do James. Clive can do Nick's. And who'll do Anna Raven? Hmm, now there's a question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and, what's, what's your answer? Um, Alan Joyce. Oh. Travel correspondent. Any chance can ask him a question? Uh, well, I don't know. Uh, we have to fire s- it away at him anyway. Well, let's see. Uh, Alan, are you around? He may he may be um, off having pizza. Alan? No, I've had my pizza. Actually, no, I haven't had pizza tonight. Make, make your mind up, you no, drunk. No, all right. Okay. Ange, we, we're getting phone calls for you, and Ange wants to ask you a question. Ange, we haven't got much time. Away you go. Um, the M4, close yeah. from Junction 3 to Junction 1. Yes. It seems to be happening every six months on average. It, it's happening every day at the moment. Yeah, but if they normally do it for about four weeks at a time, every six months. That's How right. Come? It, it's not my fault, it's just... Yeah, and <laughs> don't, don't take it <laughs> yeah. on him, he just tells us what's going on. He doesn't actually go out there and, and cause the incidents. That's right, it, they, they call it emergency repair works. Yeah. Yeah. So every six months. Every and, six months. And will you stop having a go at the Joyce? Yeah. Oh, the Joyce is cool, don't worry. The Joyce is cool. So I'm not in trouble for that, then? Never. No, that's all right. right. Okay. Enjoy your pizza. Uh, thank and you. And I well. guess your number is two eight. Seven three. You, the first number's right. The last number's right. That's it. Alan, thanks for that. Thank you. I'm sorry I had a go at you. There's no, no need no, for that's, that. That's fine. I'm used to it. Oh well, as you should be. Ah, oh, you're okay. Okay. Evening. We've got two minutes. Two minutes. Let's rattle through these. Uh, Tony. Yeah. What's your answer? Right. I worked it out. Okay. It's either two one four three or two four one three. What makes you say that? He can't. I didn't... That's what maybe just say it. Okay. Well, you've, you've got the first number right and the last number right, and that's it. No, there's a one in it. Well, no, there isn't. There is. Well, there isn't. There's definitely not a one in it. Jean. Hello, um, um, Ian. Hello, Jean. How are you? I'm, I'm all right. I'm a... When's the shopping... When is, um, Peckham, um, um... Um, Beckham, um, Victorian Beckham thing? It's on tomorrow night at eight. What's it about? Oh, God, no. I don't know what it's about. It's, Is it about lookalikes? It's about lookalikes. Oh, Yeah, pre- but pretending to be the real Beckhams. Really? And it's on tomorrow night on Sky? Uh, tomorrow night at eight on Sky One. And that busker was good, Ian. The what was good? The busker. He was good, wasn't he, Chuck? He was lovely. Yeah. What a nice fellow. Where'd you find him? Uh, busking. 
<laughs> Jean, what's your what's your answer? What 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 else? What Ian? But, oh blah. What your pin number? Yes. I don't know. Well, do you have a guess? Oh, uh, oh, read. Oh, um, three six seven four. Right, you've gone from getting two of the numbers right to none. It starts with a two. It ends with a. I need Ends with a three. You're guessing the two numbers in the middle. Oh, Aaron. Yeah, Chris phoned me back. Oh, for God's sakes! Go on. What's your answer? Um. Two six three three. No, no, no. Uh, let's just try this. Line one. What's your answer? Two six three three. No, he just said that. Oh no, it was on the thing. Uh, line three. What's your answer? Right, disappointing. The last guess. Line one. What's your answer? Hello, Chris. What you see? And what's your answer? You ain't rung me back. Oh well, never mind. If you miss the show, it sounded like this. In your own time, Chuck. Jamaica Fair. Oh, but he was nice, wasn't he? He's good, isn't he? I thought that was absolutely gorgeous. Oh. Especially after last night in your poor program. Can you keep it down? I'm trying to sleep. I'm very, very sorry. We'll keep it quiet from now on. You keep waking the cat and the kids up, you know? So, sorry, we'll keep it down. Sounds of laughter everywhere on those dancing girls. Yes, you can be brilliant, yeah. Right. But you can be an absolute thought. This is a great one. Pamela's changed her tune. Pamela used to love the show. For many of days, my heart is down. My head is turning around. And an evil girl. Eagle. 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 Evil. You're evil. Yes. I'm Ian. You can hear ladies cry. Well, on the I feel a bit. This is making me feel a bit sad. Hello. Betty, well, hello. Betty, it's so nice to have you at the other end of the line. Excellent stuff, Chuck. Fantastic. Super. That made me a little bit teary. Thank you, Helen. That was wonderful. Okay, no one guessed it. I get to keep the money. Yabu sucks. Clyde Bull is up next. I'm back tomorrow at seven. Chris isn't here, so hopefully we should do a half decent show. Thank you.